0: Coming technical difficulties. That's the carving it up way. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the carving it up 2023 NFL kickoff show. As always, I am Bryson Carver. Great to be with you again. Five minutes late again due to some technical difficulties completely on me. I apologize, but this I guess is, you know, par for the course for the fact that this is the first time that we've done this particular show live. So very excited. Ryan Flowers is going to be joining in about a minute. Uh, so, you know, what's what, you know, what are we going to be doing today? going to go division by division, okay? So we're going to predict uh, all eight, AFC, East, NFC, East, all, all, all the divisions, all eight, and then go to award winners, so MVP Coach of the Year, uh, comeback Player of the Year, all these awards. And then most importantly, and this is, this holds a lot of weight for me given how this went last year. I'm going to predict the playoffs. And predict who wins the Super Bowl. Now, I've been I've done a very I've been very calculated in terms of not uh, tipping my hand in, in, in a certain sense, you know, showing my cards about who I think is going to get to and win the Super Bowl. So I wanted to, I wanted to save it for tonight. Uh, but again, apologies for the technical difficulties. Uh, but yeah, very excited. Thank you to Devin. Uh, show up the comments. Everybody who you know wants to wants to chime in the comment section, please feel free. Uh, but let's let's not waste any time. Uh, our guest, once again, third year in a row, he has been on the show. He is the host of Clutch Sports Talk, and he is now a coach. Coach, would you please welcome to Carving It Up Live once again. Man, the myth, the legend, Ryan Flowers himself. Coach, how you doing, sir?
1: Hey, I'm pretty good. Bryson, man. Thanks for having me on, man. I forgot how to how to work the lights and the camera, man. It's been <laughs> such a long time. So, but thanks for having me back on for the third uh third year in a row, man. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, man. Well, listen, this is—it it doesn't feel right to do with the show without you, man, because your expertise <laughs> and your 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 knowledge of the game of football—it's—it's it's, it's always appreciated. So, uh, before we get into you know the predictions, all this—is there—is there one thing? It, there can be multiple things that going into this NFL season that you're really like looking out for, that you're really excited about.
1: You know, I, I'm I'm actually anxious to see the young quarterbacks, um, like the Anthony Richardson's. A lot a lot of them are going to be starting quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson got the nod. C.J. Stroud got the nod. Um, I believe Bryce Young is probably going to get the nod up if yep. they haven't announced that already. So those three guys and a Will Levis at some point he he will go in. I, you know, there's no doubt that. Um, but so I, I'm really excited to see the quarterback play, the young quarterback play, because if you think about it, <clears throat> outside of I mean, we, we we got some guys, but like as far as young guys, there really isn't anyone else that's that young that I think is going to come behind like the Mahomes, the Burrows, and stuff like that. So I want to see those guys get off to a good start.
0: Absolutely, and especially you know I, I've talked often about Anthony Richardson and about how I, I defend the Colts starting in, from day yeah. one because is it going to look rough? Is it going to look a little ugly? And even for those other two guys you mentioned, sure, but you got to go through those growing pains in order to get to you know one of the best in the league. I mean Peyton Manning, first year in the league led the league in interceptions, so right, you know that's that's par for the course, and it's it's you know that's how you become you know some of the greats of the game. They not everybody starts out looking like Patrick Mahomes, and even he right. needs to take his first year off. Uh, right. so it's it's that's part of the you know developmental process for quarterbacks. I got to say this is an, a very odd NFL season for me, or at least in a good way, that this is the, the, I guess the second time in my NFL rooting life that I've gone in with a, with a, being the a rooting for my favorite team for the very first time. Obviously I announced, uh, you know, yeah. you, you, you were one of the people who advised me to become a Steelers fan. I obviously I did your guidance and other people <laughs> first year as a Steelers fan. I'm obviously very excited. I'll obviously get to Pittsburgh when we, when we go to the AFC North, but, uh, if you're ready to go, man, let, you, you ready to get in the AFCs?
1: Man, let's, let's just dump, just jump right in, man. I'm ready. Let's
0: do it. I'm gonna put the AFC East standings here. Here's what we got. Jets will win the division with an 11 and six record followed by the Miami Dolphins at 10 and seven the Buffalo Bills yes the Buffalo Bills at third place at nine and eight and I got the New England Patriots I don't really like anything about how their offseason went really the last right. few since Brady left at six and 11 to the New York Jets first and foremost obviously we know this probably the story of the offseason was the fact that they acquired Aaron Rodgers in a trade with the Green Bay Packers they return arguably a top five defense in the NFL with Sauce Gardner leading that group Quentin Williams as well offensively you have Garrett Wilson who's you know making a case to be one Some one of the 10 best receivers of the league, the offensive rookie uh, of the year, you know, coming out of last season. Robert Sala, who's gotten better and better as a head coach in the NFL. My only concerns about the Jets revolve around the offensive line. I think that's going to be a problem for them throughout the season. Yeah. Whether or not that uh, they can build some good time as a cohesive unit remains to be seen. Uh, but listen, I think there's a lot. This is a more flawed division, Ryan, that I think people give it credit for. But I think the Jets have the least amount of flaws, so I'll give them the nod for the AFC East. Followed by Miami, I actually thought about putting Buffalo over Miami, but I decided against it because of the fact the Dolphins have just too good of a roster. Regardless, right. again, we obviously assume two again. You let's say twelve to thirteen games ish, Uh, but if two is healthy, if two is ready to go for the majority of the season, this is an excellent coaching staff, excellent skill position group, and a defense that I think is going to be better with the addition of Vic Fangio, and um, obviously they'll get Jalen Ramsey back uh, by December. Buffalo at nine and eight, I'm sure, is the big shock to people. Listen, we talk about teams, certainly great teams that I don't know if any, if everything aside from serious injury to any of the Bills' star players, everything that could have went wrong for the Bills this offseason did. They lost their defensive right. coordinator, who they weirdly fired, or he resigned. There was kind of an odd situation with Leslie yeah, Frazier leaving. Step kind of stepped down. He stepped down, and and again you have the issue with Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. Is that going to be resolved? The offensive line is not better today than it was last year. The running game is non-existent. The wide receiving core—they did draft Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, who I really like, but he is—you know—whether or not he can pan out to that remains to be seen. And the defense obviously doesn't have Vaughn Miller week one, uh, so you know whenever he comes back, we'll we'll see about that. And the New England, listen—they have arguably the most limited starting quarterback in the NFL, Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, you know, the, listen, the defense will be good. Defense will keep them in games, but simply put, the offense just simply isn't good. Enough certainly in the AFC, and I even argue if they were in the NFC, this would be the case to compete. So, uh, Ryan, your thoughts on my predictions and what, how do you see the AFC stacking out?
1: You know, the only, only thing I would probably change is the one and two. I think, okay, that offensive line, man, it that's a, that's a, that's going to be a problem for the Jets, and their first five games are against top five, top six pass rushing defenses. So, will Aaron Rodgers survive that? Uh, is going to be a very big question. Now I can't I can't argue the talent, right? They got they got Ferraris and Lamborghinis all over the field. You respectively had the offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. Um, uh, You know they got stars all over the field. They added Dalvin Cook, but for me, that offensive line, man, as a coach and understanding how the trench works, you got to have dogs on the line of scrimmage. And right now, the Jets are very deficient. In that area and with an older aging quarterback that might be a recipe for disaster so I would only switch the Dolphins and put them at one and put the Jets maybe at two uh, but the Bills are definitely gonna they're they're on the decline I think they had their window Um, and I think that window's gone Uh, because like you said Stephon Diggs is doing Stephon Diggs types of things and they still do not have a running game to support uh, Josh Allen, and so Josh Allen ends up being the de facto running back. So, other than that, I would probably have the Dolphins at one and the Jets at two, and the Patriots—they are where they are. Like, <laughs> no yeah. one, no, much out of them.
0: One hundred percent, and I'm I'm glad that you and I seem to agree on the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if we're, you know, we, we, I'm seeing a lot of media coverage around, you know, some of the contenders of the AFC, and everybody just, oh yeah, Buffalo's one of the top four teams in the league. I have a hard time seeing that, especially two to yeah. Josh Allen coming off of a really rocky season post Brian yep. Dable. So. Can he yep. bounce back? Sure, he's before in the cable. He's one of the most talented players in the league. But you know that that that's a legitimate concern for Buffalo. Uh, we got some comments here. Uh, our guy Barry, he he's, he's very excited to see you, Ryan. He says, "Look at my <laughs> friend Ryan. He's, he's he's happy to see you." Uh, we yeah, got the, the Darian Hopkins Sports Show. What's good, fellas? What's up, Darian? Very excited What's to have up, you yep. and everybody else in the chat. Uh, Patrick Brown, our guy, he says, "I believe the Bills will regress. The defense lost Ed- Edmonds." Yep. Losing Leslie Frazier will be a huge attraction for Buffalo. They could be a wild card, but that's all she wrote. Nine and eight is accurate. And then yeah. our guy, uh, Devin, My Thoughts, My Opinion podcast here at The Grid as well. He says he has Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Pats. Okay, so you has got Buffalo and Miami Swap. So he's not as high in Miami, I guess, as as, as I am. Certainly I like you Miami. You've got I, I like vision.
1: Miami. I like Miami. I mean, if Tua can stay healthy, which I get, that's a big if. I get it. Like, the Jets and Dolphins have two big ifs. Yep. Like, they really do. Um, but... I, I think Tua will be okay this year. I'm praying to God that he is, and and if he is, man, like we saw the trajectory he was on, you know, prior to those head injuries, you know, um, they were playing some really good football, and then everything got derailed, you know. So we'll see.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be key for him for sure. And again, I, I think adding Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator is gonna be very, very important. Right. You know, if Tua's, you know, forget even the injuries, I've I've, I've criticized his inconsistency. If he's kind of having an up and down game, but their defense is kind of able to keep. A minute for a long time. That's going to be yep. key for him in terms of, you know, making the playoffs. And obviously, in this case, they're more than capable of winning the AFC East. But I've decided to go with, you know, I've been, had a love-hate relationship with the Jets, but I decided to grit my teeth and say, you know what, I'll take the Jets to win the AFC East. Yeah. Let's move on to the AFC South. I think this is one of the easier pred- divisions to predict in the NFL. I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars at 12 Ooh. and 5, followed by the Tennessee Titans at 8 and 9. The Houston Texans, I actually think, are going to be better than people think at 6 and 11. I like the trajectory of that franchise going. And the Colts, while I like the project uh, trajectory that they're going, I got up at 4-13, just kind of a developmental year for them, you know, building more towards 2024. Jacksonville at 12-5. and five, Listen, I've been one of the very, very and I do mean very few that sees Trevor Lawrence as the third best quarterback in the National Football League. If you look at his numbers last year coming to this year, or yeah, the second half of last year, uh, just about by every metric, keeps top three in the NFL. He obviously had the 27 nothing comeback against the Chargers. Uh, right. Didn't play bad against Kansas City in that division run game, just didn't get the benefit of the doubt in some drops and some turnovers, some fumbles um, by some of his ski, uh skill position players, but Jacksonville's young. They made the playoffs last year. There's no reason to believe that they won't be better in 2023. I think Trevor and Doug Peterson are one of the most lethal head coach quarterback combos in the NFL. Tennessee, I actually considered that putting in the playoffs, but that offensive line scares me, Ryan. It's as bad as it gets. Oh, yeah. um, obviously, adding DeAndre Hopkins was huge for them. Uh, it's really the, the strongest case you can make is that you still rely on Derrick Henry. DeAndre Hopkins is still you know a top 10, top 5 caliber guy, at wide receiver, and the defense listen, it struggled at the end of the season with injuries, but I I still not sure whether or not that they can stop some of the leagues elite offenses. Houston at six eleven. Listen, they're not a playoff team. But you and I both like C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. I um, do. Uh, I, I know I really like um, uh, D'Amico Ryan's the head coach. I think they've made some good moves in the defense. Offense, actually, the wide receiving core is better than people give it credit oh, for. Oh, yeah. Like, like John Mechie coming back. God mm-hmm. bless him from cancer. And and, and you, know, you got some other guys over there. Uh, they added Dalton Schultz. Uh, Damian Pierce was a really good running back for yep. him. So I actually kind of think Houston's going to be you know pretty competitive in some games. And then the Colts at 4-13. and 13. I think Richardson has a ton of potential. I just don't think he's, he's not the type of prospect who's just going to pop year one. It's going to take some time is gonna take some growth and developments but uh that's where I got the AFC South Ryan your your thoughts and your predictions for this division
1: you know what I think we agree on this one um although I like you said I like Anthony Richardson I think he he's with a good coach that understands how to use mobile quarterbacks a la Jalen Hurts but the loss of Jonathan Taylor because he won't even be available to play until like what week six or so I forgot what it was like because yeah, he's on the, early in the, season, the yeah. he's on the pup list now or some whatever reason um, and you know his unwillingness to even stay in that franchise that really is going to hurt Anthony Richardson because you behind a young quarterback you need a good running back or a good running game to help him and I don't think they'll have that and so I agree if Jonathan Taylor was in a good situation with the Colts I would probably switch them with the with the Texans but because of that um, I, I, I like I like what you have here and the Texans I mean they're like a sleeper team to me like you said I don't think they're going to make the playoffs but that wide receiving core is young and fast. Tank Dell, a lot of people not even talking about him. Like wow. they got the guy out of Houston, a rookie. He's uh, you know, I did, I did one of my clutch combine videos on him. Very very uh explosive type of player. And in, in any offense, you need that guy that can just put fear in the hearts of the defense. And CJ Stroud, I think might end up being the best quarterback out of this class, I think. And you know, he's on he's with a coach that is defensive-minded. Now, how how will that work out in the end? He really doesn't work out typically too often, but it'll be stable. And we'll see what they can do. And then the Tennessee Titans, look, Mike Vrabel is just a really good football coach. And I Absolutely. think he's going to literally scheme this team to be in the mix somehow, some way. Now, we they want to win the division because we all can agree. Jacksonville is the class of this division for the foreseeable future with the young quarterback, Doug Peterson back there, the offensive prowess that they have. Their defense isn't too shabby either. Um, and so, yeah, I totally agree with all these picks here.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, listen, I, you know, I guess great, great people think are right, like, right, like, you know, we're we're just we're we're lockstep <laughs> on this on this division. Uh, but let's see what people in the comments think. So, Darian Hopkins says he's got Jags Texans. He's like he likes the Texans even more than we do, Ryan. Yeah. Jags Texans. I like Titans. Them, but not that much. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, listen, I, I can't doubt the greatness of, of Mike Vrabel and what he's proved as a head right. coach. Uh, let's see, we've got Devin. He says, Jacks, Titans, Colts, uh, Texans. So he's got the Texans finishing in last, but mostly lockstep. Uh, Barry says, Titans still have one of the best coaches in the entire NFL. Vrabel yep. will get them through. Listen, and, and if they're in the playoffs, you know it's kind of like, oh, we're looking at the end of the season as January. Like, oh, there's the Tennessee Titans. I mean, they were the number one seed until Tannehill went down. They had some injuries to yep. their defense, uh, and they very well easily with Joshua Dobbs, my, my man out of Tennessee, they almost beat Jacksonville in that last game to get in the yep. playoffs. So, so if they get it, I wouldn't be shocked. But man, you you gotta you know as, as I always say, like if an offensive line is like an air conditioning you know unit, if it's not working, that's the only you know only time mm, you can tell you know, when it's it. there. It's and in Tennessee's is is I mean they they lost uh, Taylor Lawan. I mean it's it's really really bad. So.
1: Now, now they, they did draft a kid out of Northwestern, I believe. Um, yes, yes. So maybe he can help bolster them or keep them afloat a little bit. But DeAndre Hopkins was a big signing for them Huge. at least because at least now you have. A go-to guy on the outside because Traylon Burks, I, I kind of gave up on him. And me and uh, Dev were talking about this a couple weeks ago. On my or no, it wasn't Dev, it was Patrick. About a month or two ago, about um, he's one of those second-year receivers that is kind of be like, well, it's a make-it-or-break-it type of year for him. And he's fortunate to have DeAndre Hopkins there now because now that load is kind of being taken off of him, and maybe he can kind of maneuver a little bit. And he won't see the double coverages that DeAndre Hopkins is going to see. So maybe he might emerge. Maybe. I'm not sold on the guy, but maybe being in a room with him, with, with Hop might kind of rub off on the kid and we'll see what happens.
0: So it's more than possible. I mean, it happened with, um, I guess this is to a lesser degree, but this happened when, you know, Devontae Adams was like the third string guy behind behind Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb. And look what right. He's, you know, developed into. So, it's, there's, there's, there's definitely precedent for it. Uh, our guy Parnell is in the comments. He says, which QB in the NFC East division is under the most pressure? Well, you will have to stay tuned for the NFC East, Parnell. I know he's obviously <laughs> our big commander's guy here at the grid. Uh, let's see. Patrick says, the Jacks have a first-place schedule. Big games against Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Those three games will be tests for them. He says they get the Chiefs in week two. Uh, and it's home for Jacksonville. That's you know. Listen, Andy Reid, we know is is incredible in September. So that's that's gonna be a tough one for Jacksonville. Uh, but they're more than capable of obviously getting that dub. And, and Darian says the QB is the issue. I don't believe in Levis and Tannehill. I definitely don't believe in Levis. Uh, I, I think no. you know. I, I think
1: the anybody uh, that puts it, mayo and coffee, I can't.
0: Yeah, I can't uh, even take you no.
1: seriously at this point. No, no, so, no.
0: I mean, you had you had uh, Malik Willis speed him out for the for the backup job, and you know, yeah, and so Malik
1: Willis really wasn't that great either. So that tells you a lot yeah. about Will Levis as a quarterback.
0: And I have concern about him from an intangible standpoint. But, you know, we'll see what happens with the Titans in the AFC South. But I got the Jags taking this division to the AFC North. To me, Ryan, the toughest division in football, bar none. You can make a case for any of these teams to win the playoffs. Here's what I got. I got the Cincinnati Bengals winning Ooh. the division at twelve and five, getting the tiebreaker over the Baltimore Ravens at twelve and five. I've been as as much as it sickens me as a Steelers fan. It's very high on Baltimore's moves, particularly with the new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin coming in. I mean, the man made Stetson Bennett look like you know a, actually turn him into a Heisman candidate, and then we see Stetson Bennett in the preseason look pretty rough. I got my Steelers going eleven and six. Ever since I chose them as as my new lifelong NFL team, I said they go eleven and six. Kenny Pickett would have a, a twenty eight touchdown season. George Pickens would have a mass year for them. The Brown Finishing at seven and ten, uh, Deshaun has had a rough preseason, rough training camp. Uh, I have questions, you know, regarding whether or not. Yeah, he can get back to the old Houston Deshaun. So I just listen. I almost took Baltimore. I almost took Pittsburgh to win the division over Cincinnati. But I'm like, you know what? I can't discount the fact that Cincinnati has clearly the second best quarterback in football. Offensive lines better. Weapons are there, uh, and, right. and defensively, albeit they lost their two starting safeties from last year. Uh, I think that the pass rush is very good. So I went with Cincinnati and Baltimore, and then Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So uh, this, this I've I don't know if I've seen any two predictions for this uh, for this AFC North at least in the national media that are exactly the same. It's so hard to predict. Uh, do you? have a do you have a you know a pulse on, on, on you know what on
1: here? that's a good question like like I picked I picked Steelers to win the division last year that didn't work out for me obviously right sure Um, like you said this is a tough division and the biggest wild card to me is the Baltimore Ravens because mm-hmm. of their health concerns if Lamar Jackson can stay upright and play healthy or stay healthy excuse me they're going to be one of the most potent offenses that we have in the national football league alongside with Odell Beckham. We don't even know what Odell Beckham is anymore at this point. And I know people might call me a hater and I've been on it, you know, but listen, he's older. I still think he has juice left in the tank, but does he still, is he, is he still the same OBJ that we are? We're so used to seeing. And I know the last time we saw him play, he was phenomenal in the super bowl, but that's what two years now. So year and a half ago. Yep. Year and a half ago, right? So as far as your picks are concerned, I, I still I like the Bengals, they're the reigning champs in this division. I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore would duke it out. I'm gonna give the slight edge to Baltimore, though, just because the quarterback can he pick okay. it. Yeah, you know, he's still a young guy. Lamar Jackson's proven. I you know, I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan. I know so I get a lot of hate for that. But he's a former NFL MVP. I'll, I'll respect him for that, and he's done a lot of good things in the league. Such for, so far with his legs, so just because of that, I will give them the slight edge. But I would not be surprised if the Steelers push for that second spot. There's going to be three teams coming out of this division for the playoffs. I don't think there's yep. any debate in that. I think these guys are all those three teams are, are locked in. Cleveland, I think it's the the, the, the whole Deshaun Watson thing is it's a wrap for him. I don't I don't feel in my whole conscience that he will be the same guy he was in Houston. I think missing that time off um, really hurt him and it shows, you know, he, now he's had a full off season and he he really didn't look good at all. The times that we did see him in preseason, I get it preseason, but they, it's so sad for Cleveland because for a couple of years now, they've had literally one of the best rosters on paper. And
0: certainly offensively. Yeah.
1: Offensively. Like, you know, you, 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 you list some of those guys. You're like, this team should be, you know, going deep into the playoffs, and they did that one year with Baker. But it, it, I feel bad for that franchise. I feel bad for their fans because I know a lot of I know a lot of people that are that support the Browns, and I'm just like, "Dang, you guys just can't get it right." And when they gave Deshaun Watson that money, it was a terrible mistake. They're locked in with him, and I don't think he's the same. I don't even th- if I can. And I'm, I'm holding you up here, but sure, if I can go back a couple more years, a couple years ago. I didn't even think he was that good in Houston. A lot of people had him as, oh, he's one of the best quarterbacks in top in the top. I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I really didn't see it. Maybe I'm blind. Maybe I'm just, I'm a bozo. I'm a clown, whatever you want to call me. But I really did not think he was the best quarterback in the state of Texas at the time when he was in Houston. Right. So, right. Um. But, but that's just my thoughts on that. But no, other than this, I, I do. I agree with the predictions for the most part.
0: Yeah, and I think also too for you. You mentioned Lamar Jackson, and you know, I've I've been a huge Lamar defender. I, I was you know one of the people be- beating the, on this table for a year, you know, for him to get paid. Uh, but the, you know this is this is kind of the first year where the pressure is on Lamar in this regard. In that, yeah, you know, we criticize yep. the former offensive coordinator Greg Broman. Well, you bring in more of a pass-heavy offensive coordinator. Offensive yep. line is amazing. You have J.K. Dobbins, who's an excellent running back. You bring in OBJ. I think Zay, uh, Zay Flowers is going to be tremendous like in the him. NFL. You yep. have Mark Andrews. Defense played out of their minds at the end of the season. And John Harbaugh is obviously one of the better coaches in the league so this is you know especially in this division there i think there's a lot of eyeballs in lamar jackson uh, to get it done even if the ravens don't win this division against a brutal division but if it they is. can get in the playoffs maybe win a game or even two they're they're good enough to do that uh that that's gonna be huge for lamar but uh listen i think for my steelers look i've said george pickens has a massive year i think tj watt uh we i think we went eight and two last year uh with with, yeah. with him in the lineup uh so you know kenny pickett played better at the end of the year he's been amazing he's got to stay healthy season. too He's got to stay, stay healthy too. Gotta stay healthy for sure. No question about it. Uh my only concern with Pittsburgh is the offensive line. That's been a, a concern of theirs the last few years, but I think they yeah, have addressed game. it. Uh it, yeah, it's certainly. And uh, you know, to to, to a certain degree this offseason. Let's see, we've got some uh comments. Obviously, g- complete uh objectivity by the Ravens fan in the building, uh, by uh, <laughs> <laughs> by our man Devin. He says uh Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns. So he's only switching the top two. I can see yeah. it. There's a world in which Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore wins the division. I, I would not be shocked if you know it's me season. either they've got just as good of a roster Cincinnati you, you could argue top to bottom obviously quarterback that's where the gap is um, but you could argue roster top to bottom it's there's not that big of a gap you could arguably give it to Baltimore uh, so that would not surprise me um, Darian Hopkins says this is tough but uh, 11 and six in like that for the Steelers uh, he he agrees with this order uh, and then uh, Devin says I, I think Zay and Bateman will benefit from OBj yeah veteran leadership plus you know I think he OBJ benefits from those guys in, in the same way he benefited you know from Cooper Cup uh, in 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 Los Angeles, you know, making right. his job easier in that regard. Patrick says this is the UFC division. Bengals thirteen and four, Ravens twelve and five, Steelers ten and seven, Browns seven and ten. I guess so. We, our predictions are, are, are almost lockstep there. Patrick says 2018-19, Deshaun was pushing top seven quarterbacks in the league. Since then, little to be desired. No question about that. And That's Darian, a long time not, ago, very long time ago. And Darian says uh, Ravens got to stay healthy if they want to win this division. That's the key for him because they, they probably could have won the division last year. And yeah, remember, I they were healthy. If it's not for that quarterback fumble on the sneak at the one-yard line, that playoff game, we might be having oh, a right. very different conversation about the Cincinnati yep. Bengals coming into the season. You know, the Ravens pushed them. There's that divisional familiarity. It's a very real thing. So, yep. uh, finishing off in the AFC, let's move to the West. Again, I think this is pretty easy. Kansas City wins the division. I'm seeing a lot of people saying 20-0. I, I don't see anybody going 20-0, you know, in the near future. There's there's going to be some games here and there where they you know they, they, they slip up. It's 17 games. It's it's a long season. But Kansas City wins going away 14-3. Uh, defense is, is better than people give it credit for. Chris Jones will be back at some point this season, and obviously the greatness of Mahomes and Reed and Kelsey, for that matter, that we, we, we know what that, who they are and what they represent. I got the Chargers at 9 and 8. Listen, you and I, Ryan, have been Chargers skeptics for a very long time. <laughs> and, you know, again, that's the team. I've, I've been a Justin Herbert guy since day one, since when he right. came to Lee. I love this kid uh, in terms of a talent and the leadership perspective. And I thought they had a decent draft. Yeah. The Austin Eckler thing concerns me in terms of is, is that going to be something, you know, an issue in the locker room, an issue with the organization? And the fact that they, you know, with Sean Payton on the market, they decided to say, you know what? We actually think that uh, Brandon Staley has a better chance of getting us to the promised land than, than Sean Payton does. And to top it off, Ryan Flowers, you, you and I are just as familiar with this as anybody. They decided to go with Kellen Moore. As their offensive coordinator, <laughs> which is, I think, going to make it even worse. So, the Chargers fans, get ready for some curl routes, okay? Get ready yep. for curl routes in 2023. It's not going to be a fun ride for you. Denver at 8-9. I, I I thought about giving the, I've all offseason. I'm like, okay, I, they had Sean Payton. Offensive lines could be better. Uh, you know, the Broncos could be a, t- a 10-win team. But there's no way Russell will be as bad this year as he was last year. I still believe that to be the case, and they'll be in the playoff hunt. But the loss of of Tim Patrick and then Jerry Judy being injured early in training camp, yeah. uh, I think that's just going to be too much. corner cornerstone. Sutton. He's and out Cortland, too. Yeah, Cortland Suns dealing with injuries as well. Um, the defense, obviously, they traded Bradley Chubb at the end of last season. Uh, I think Denver is going to be competitive. Certainly better than they were a year ago. Uh, but again, the, the AFC's AFC's just so good. I, I can't see them getting it is, the playoffs. Um, and then the Raiders at five and twelve. I don't like their head coach. Their quarterback's limited and can't stay healthy. Their offensive weapons are really good, but their defense—we know in the Derek Carr era—we're uh, never higher than uh, than twentieth in nine years. So I, I have no reason to believe that they'll be any better, even though they decided to address defense in the draft. So uh, Ryan, your thoughts in the AFC West going into the season? You know,
1: one and two, I think I mean, those are locks right there. Yeah. Um, three and four, honestly, I it, it's a coin flip. Wow, it's going to be a lot for Denver to overcome that those wide receiver injuries i mean literally your your top three targets are out for russell wilson and this is a big year for russell wilson and you know he's been in the league a while i didn't realize he's been in the league what like 12 years almost or if not 12 yep right so it felt like he i felt like i just seen him win the super bowl not that long ago against the broncos which is ironic but the Raiders I, and I live here in Vegas, so I, I listen to their their radio shows a lot, and you know I try to stay plugged in a little bit with them. I don't like them, but you know I just I'm just I just get caught up in the wash. Um, their offense is going to be good, I think, still, but I don't know, man. I, their defense is so trash. It's bad. It's, it's 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 bad. I mean, the way they give up so many yards, big plays down the field. Um, Josh Jacobs. I'm. I'm really debating. I, I. I mean. I. I don't want to. I don't want to just. I don't want to be boring and say yeah, I agree with you. But like, I'll switch it up. I'll put the Raiders at three, and I think the Broncos wow. might fall short. They just. They just won't have enough offense. I think at the end of the day to stay in games, and their defense is gonna. And a matter of fact, a fun fact about them: their defense was on the field more, if not than any other team in the National Football League last season. So. Yeah. I think that might be the case. Now I know they did bolster the offensive line. They added Mike McGlinchey, um, and they got another guy, I believe, from the Ravens to to help shore up that offensive line. But so, but the, who's he throwing to? I, I really don't. Sure. They, they, they did they did draft a kid out of I forgot where he was from, but he's played a lot this offseason, or excuse me in the preseason. But you're asking a rookie wide receiver to go out there and kind of carry the load. While three other guys are, you know, nursing injuries, so I'm gonna go Chiefs one, Chargers two. We know those are locks. Raiders three, and 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 Broncos country. Uh, sorry, you guys are not gonna ride this year. So I got I got them finishing at four.
0: No, I can finally get the monkey off my back from last year picking the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never live that one down. But this, yeah, makes hey, the- he
1: fooled all of us, man. I mean, literally, Whew. we thought they were gonna come in and be <laughs> gangbusters. And literally, that first game against Seattle was like. Yeah, this coach can't coach, and they just don't. They don't. No, they can't play. I mean, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, I and again, I I don't think anybody challenges Kansas City for that division, certainly in the time being. So yeah. let's oh actually let's get to some comments before we move to the NFC because we got quite a few uh, thoughts in the AFC West. Uh, so yeah, we kind of answered Parnell's question. Will Russ bounce back? I don't know if he will necessarily bounce back. I, don't I think, think he'll be so. better than he was a year ago. Uh, because he was maybe the worst quarterback in football last year. And by the way, he had some you know after the uh, a a. a a cautious optimism for the Broncos would say, "Hey, after they hi- fired Hackett, Russ had some decent moments here and there. He wasn't as bad as he was at the start of the season. So, listen, I don't think he'll be garbage, but I don't think he'll be good enough to to." He to won't get be the, the same
1: guy he once was before. And and let's be real, like when he was really successful in Seattle, they ran the ball well behind yep. Marshawn Lynch. They had play action. You can't let him cook. He's not a chef. He's a line cook. He's got to just get the buns out of the warmer, get the get the meat out of the little tray like it's Burger King. And put it through like he's not a, a gourmet chef anymore, if he ever really was one, we, you know, but so they got to run the football and and see what happens after that. But I, I just don't think he's good enough anymore to will a team, in my opinion. And I like yeah. him, but no, it, no, it's listen. just a fact.
0: Absolutely, uh, and Darian Darian says uh, five and twelve for my Raiders. Big Raiders fan here. He says we are better than the Broncos. I listen. I don't even necessarily just discount that because was was it five or six games last year they had double digit leads and lost. I remember there was a game well, against yep. the Cardinals. They should have won
1: a lot of games.
0: The Jags, the Chiefs, they had a double yep. digit the lead.
1: Cardinals, the Cardinals. Remember that Cardinals game? Oh yeah, yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was like, that. that their, situational coaching for them was awful. I mean, I remember the, the, like the peak of their season for me was when they gave up a ninety-something-yard drive to Baker Mayfield, who had been ran for all of forty-eight hours. Like <laughs> right. that was that was. Right. When I was like, okay, this 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 is never going to work with Josh McDaniels, uh, and, and I do think Parnell. Yes, I think McDaniels will be fired by the end of the season, uh, and the Raiders will go in a different direction. Uh, Darian says, at least put us at three. Uh, so yeah, we'll, I did,
1: Darian. I got your back, bro. Uh, I got
0: he, you. He listen, Ryan's a Vegas <laughs> guy. He'll 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 you know he'll he'll have your back.
1: I'll back him to a certain point. Yeah, exactly, it. exactly. <laughs> if Patrick
0: says Broncos country. We don't care. It's Buffalo's country. That's right. It is Buffalo's country. After what if Dion did uh, on Saturday against C.C.U. No question <laughs> about it. No question about it. I, I, I think that's a that's a much better draw than Denver is today. So certainly. Okay, let's move on to your division, Ryan. The NFC East. You're gonna like this one. I've got the Dallas Cowboys winning the division Ooh. with a 13 and four record, followed by the Philadelphia Eagles at 12 and five. Giants. I. Almost put them in the playoffs, but I decided to give them eight and nine. Uh, I, I'm still not really believing Daniel Jones. I think Commanders should. The Commanders probably should tank for Caleb Williams or Drake May. They're too good. You uh, know, not they're too good. I guess to tank to a certain extent, they'll be seven and ten, and Rivera will be fired at season's end. I apologize, yeah. Parnell. Um, for Dallas, here's why I put them winning the division. Simply put, we haven't had a back-to-back NFC East champ in two decades. Oh, wow. I have no reason, and it's it's unbelievable. Um, so I have no reason to believe that'll change today. Philly's roster is, is is you know, I, I, listen, they, they did a good job in the draft adding some talent. They added, you know, our guy Parnell called him the, the Philadelphia Bulldogs with adding uh, Jalen Carter and Kaylee Ringo just really going, you know, hard after N'Kobe those Bulldogs Dean. in the draft. What's that?
1: N'Kobe Dean. N'Kobe Dean a from a year players. ago?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and so I listen. I, I think this is to answer another question Parnell had earlier in the show. He had he says, you know, which quarterback is the most pressure in the NFC East? As a big Dak fan, it's Dak Prescott. You mm-hmm. have obviously a new offensive coordinator. It's sort of de facto in Mike McCarthy calling plays. They upgraded at wide receiver, adding Brandon Cooks. Michael Gallup's healthier. Ceedee Lamb's proven he can be a number one guy. The only concern, I mean, again, I think Dallas's defense could be one of the three best in the NFL. They got better. They added Stephon Gilmore as their number two. Micah Parsons. We understand that he's you know probably one of the ten best players in the National Football league and Trayvon Diggs has only improved as far as being a cover corner uh, and, and so I think Dallas defense is excellent I think their offense has plenty of playmakers the only question I have and I don't think enough people give this attention is the Cowboys offensive line which last year yeah. was bottom four in the NFL in pass block win rate yep. if Dak is going to be able to get the ball to these guys the, the offensive line is going to give him time and obviously we know Dak's got to clean up the turnovers uh, I believe he will turn over you know he's never been a high interception guy I think that's why last year caught a lot of us off guard uh, so I'll have Dallas win the division Philadelphia Jalen Hurts is not going to allow the Super Bowl hangover, regardless how far they go in the in, you know in the playoffs. Uh, that's too good of a football team. It's too good of a quarterback, um, and I think Philadelphia is right back in. I almost put the Giants in. I've got them at eight and nine. Only concerns for me. Is uh, is is Daniel Jones? I think Jalen Hyatt, by the way, out of Tennessee, is gonna have a big year for him. But I, you know, I question Daniel Jones and whether or not you know he can back-to-back years. I mean, last year was supposedly a big year for Daniel Jones. He threw 15 touchdown passes. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he was he's overrated to an extent. The contract was was a, a bit a bit uh, you know over the top for him. Uh, Inflated, you know, A guy yeah. of his, a guy of his caliber. <laughs> so I got the Giants finishing third and Washington finishing at seven and ten. Ryan, you're you're a Cowboys fan. So what's your thoughts on my picks here?
1: Uh, you know, I, and I listen, everyone that knows me or follows me, or the guys in the grid network, I'm not a Cowboys homer, so I like to be, I like to keep it real. But in this particular case, <laughs> it doesn't gonna, it's not gonna seem like I'm being subjective or objective. But I, I, I agree with this one through four. I think is it, spot on. Um, you mentioned you had some really good points about the Eagles. When you replace your offense and defensive coordinator from a year ago, that's tough. A- along with like yep. eight or nine starters on your defense. You know, that 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 will come in at some point. You know, they're talented enough to win some games still. The Eagles are not a trash team. So, um, I, but I think they will take a step back. The Cowboys are primed. Or, I'm not going to say they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but they have what it takes on paper to get the job done, especially with that defense backing them. And, you know, the, like you said, the biggest problem with the Cowboys is the whole offensive line thing. I, I did not like the Mozzie Smith pick. During the draft, I really felt like we would have been better suited taking an offensive lineman. I get the need because we they needed a defensive tackle, a big guy, but I don't know if Mozzie's that guy. I really don't think he is. Um, so I would rather just kind of get an offensive lineman because literally if we're – you know Tyron Smith is not playing a full season. I think we nope. know that. There's three things that are going to happen every day or, or three, three things are going to happen. The sun will rise, sun will set, and Tyron Smith is going to get hurt. He's not going to play a full season. So who steps in for him? We don't know. We don't have a deal
0: with an injury. I saw, by
1: the way, see, there you go. Yeah. The other Smith is hurt, right? So um, it's only a matter of time before Tyron gets hurt. And And I love him. He's a first ballot hall of fame out of USC. You know, the guy has been phenomenal left tackle throughout his career, but injuries have really hampered his seasons the last, what, four or five years. Yep. So that's a big problem. Uh, the total, the whole Tony Pollard thing too, you know, we you know we franchise tagged him, he's coming off a big injury. I wasn't a fan of Deuce Vaughn, but it seems like he did make the team. So good for him, you know. I, I, I like think if they, you
0: do though. I think Deuce is gonna be an impact player. You know what?
1: Watching him in the preseason, I think there's an opportunity for him to play in the National Football League. I think if they use him accordingly, he he can do some things, right? Um, but the rest of the running back room is kind of like I don't know they're, 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 those guys are borderline UPS drivers, XFL players, I think, in my opinion. And no offense to UPS drivers, they they deliver my packages. But anyway, um, the Giants. Uh, listen, Saquon Barkley's gonna get hurt. He, he now he kind of he he evaded it last year a little bit, um, but the guy has not really played back to back seasons without being injured. So it's only a matter of time. And like you said, Daniel Jones' contract was this. I get why they had to do it because who else are you going to bring in there? Sure. Finding a quarterback in the National Football League is not something you can just go out and just say, oh, let's go get a quarterback. And although Daniel Jones isn't like that premier guy, who else out there is better than him that they could have gotten, really, realistically? It's all so
0: options in life, yeah.
1: Right. You know, could they have made a play for Lamar Jackson way back when he was, you know, playing the field, maybe, I don't know. I mean, if that was even an option, right? But I know his his ransom was very high. So they decide. you know, we'll just play Daniel Jones and we'll see what happens. And then the commanders, they're, they're surprised. They, they, they could be a sleeper team only because they got talent. Like, I'm not going to deny them. They, they got talent. I, I think on, you know, their defensive line, their front seven has always been pretty good. Like, they get after it, right? Um, and their receiving core isn't that bad either. You know, we, we, we forget about... Um, What's the guy's name? Uh, McLaren. because McLaren, yeah. McLaren, because, you know, he doesn't have no one really throwing to him like that. And he's still been able to be very effective and efficient without having like an alpha dog quarterback back there. So now Sam Howell will be the guy for now. But, you know, do we really think Sam Howell is going to be the next big thing? Probably not. I mean, if you go down the list of quarterbacks they've had in the last couple of years, I mean, it's been it's been rough for them, and they've jags, always a been j-
0: a lot of guys. Yeah,
1: a lot of guys have been in that jersey. So, if they can figure it out on offense, you know, hopefully Eric Manami, he's going to get his chance now to call the plays on his own and won't have any type of Andy Reid influence in there. We'll we'll see if he is that great play caller that we we think he is, and will he be next in line to get that coaching position? Which I think he will. But I think he'll be the next coach of the Commanders for sure, Um so. unless the Washington Commanders somehow win the division and win a playoff game, which that's not going to happen. So unfortunately, sorry, Parnell, but it's just not going to happen. You guys are already not in the playoffs and we haven't played one snap yet in the regular season. So, um, but other than that, I, I agree with the, the order here. Dallas one, Eagles two, Giants three, and the uh, Commanders four.
0: I'm glad you you mentioned the part about you know Washington in a crazy world winning the NFC East. I just want to go ahead and put that message: Washington is in the NFC East. In case Ron Rivera forgot that, they are in the NFC East. <laughs> uh, you know, I know he he forgot that they were out of the playoffs last year and said, you know, Sam Howell was, uh, you know, if I knew Sam Howell's this good, I would start him last year. It's like, uh, well, he was in the building, yeah. Coach. I mean, I don't, he I don't know, how you, I don't know, how you missed that. That was that was bad. So, uh, but I I agree with you overall. Uh, we have some comments here. Devin says: Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commander, So same orders last year. Uh, Again, yeah, oh, that's yeah. perfectly. With in the realm of possible, I think Dallas and Philly will split as they tend to do uh, they and do. Dallas will, will, will get the edge they'll
1: both, both steal a home game they'll both be yes, yes. they'll both win their home games for sure
0: I agree. And Patrick says, Cowboys bugaboo San Francisco. You can say that again. Week uh, six, I think it's actually going to be in week five in yeah. Santa Clara will be must-see TV then go on to play the Chargers before the bye week. Yeah, the Chargers is, is a game that I, I'm really, listen, I may not be a Cowboys fan but listen, I'm, I'm pulling for them to win that just to get the, the victory over Kellen Moore. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for my man Dak. They were blaming him and giving Kellen the credit. That just, that, that made me upset. Uh, Darian <laughs> says, the problem with the Cowboys is not the regular season. It's can they make the, uh, can they win the playoffs? Well, the, the, the answer to that question, Darian, for the last Nearly three decades has been a resounding no. Uh, you know yep. the failure obviously get to the, get to the NFC Championship game, and, and again I've, I've said uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it, it's it may sound cheesy, may sound corny, but there's some odd vibes in Dallas. There's, there's an odd feel in that it's it's almost like a cautious optimism, but it's like you know if you get that feel about Jerry, like heads are going to roll if they don't get at least get to the NFC Championship game. Right. I, I don't feel like this is a situation where you know it's just kind of the same old same old. You know, Cowboys oh, yeah. season. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I nicknamed it the Yoda season. If if you remember from The Empire Strikes Back, when Yoda said "Do or do not," you right? Know, it's it's kind of like the the the, the, no, the. you're right. It's it's yeah. It's it's a huge season for Dallas. And Devin says only way Cowboys win the division is if Dak uh, is the best quarterback in the division. Listen, he's capable of doing that. Again, I'm he, higher he be, right. I'm hiring Hertz today. Dak is undefeated against Hertz. Dak's, I think he's twenty-seven and seven against the NFC East, so he's kind of owned that division. Uh, yep. So I will give the Cowboys the division title. And our another Cowboys fan in here, my, my man Phillips says, "How about the Cowboys?" <laughs> Philly Cheese, caps. I like
1: that name. <laughs> Philly Cheese, yeah. He
0: listened. Good dude. Good dude. I love Philip. <laughs> going to the NFC South. Oh, we
1: Real real, real quick that? before you move on, move before you move on to the NFC East. The whole Trey Lance thing. I haven't really had a chance to talk about this. Okay. Trey Lance is not going to play a, a snap next season. Okay. No. Like. To me, that move was just of like a leverage move for Jerry, um, to to show Dak like, hey, well, you don't you don't want to accept our terms, we have a young guy in the in the in the waiting arms here, and we'll keep Cooper Rush here, you know, we'll see. So I do I, that, that I, everyone was like, oh my god, the internet blew up when it's like it really wasn't that big of a deal because Trey Lance is not gonna play at all next season. So I just wanted to say that. So sorry.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you saying that, and you know, when there was this whole narrative that uh, like, oh, he's you know the, the Cowboys don't believe in Dak as long term guy. That's like, I'm yeah. okay, and I guess Buffalo, Baltimore, in Detroit doesn't believe in their guy either because they were all in right. the mix to go get Trey Lance. Dallas just gave San Francisco the best package. So I right. appreciate you for for sticking up for Rain Dakota Prescott as always. Now uh, let's let's try and get through this division as quickly as possible. The worst in the National Football League, the NFC South, where I have the Saints winning with a nine and eight record, followed by Ooh. Carolina at eight and nine. Atlanta. I know a lot of people really like Atlanta. I just don't trust Desmond. And I don't trust Arthur Smith as a head coach. I know that defense yeah. will be better, but eh. I've got Atlanta at seven and 10. I think Tampa Bay is going to be in the running uh, for Caleb Williams and Drake may uh, listen. They, they struggle with all being an old Tom Brady, but they struggle with Tom Brady. Uh, and again, kind of gotten the playoffs fe- feasting off of some pretty crappy competition, particularly, right. you know, in this division, but, the only, uh, listen, the Saints to me have clearly the best roster in the division. The only thing to me that hold them back is Dennis Allen, who I think is, is, is a proven bad head coach at this point. His record in the NFL is atrocious. But them adding Derek Carr, I th- I'm a huge Derek Carr guy, uh, going back to his days in Oakland and Vegas. But I think, you know, you obviously have Alvin Kamara coming back off the three-game suspension. Offensive line is a bit of a concern, but the defense will have a solid year. Defense kept them, you know, in a lot of games last year uh, and Derek Carson <clears throat> type of quarterback, unlike an Andy Dalton or a, or a uh, Jameis Winston to be able to keep them in those and win those. Caroline, I think, will give them a run for their money because of the fact that dry, Bryce yeah. Young is going to a a, a coach and Frank Reich who's worked with yep. virtually every quarterback he's had. You have good weapons with Adam Thielen, DJ Chart, you know, Hayden Hurst, good run game, solid offensive line, and the, their defense is alright. So, listen, if Caroline ends up stealing for the division from New Orleans. I wouldn't be shocked, but I'll give New Orleans the advantage just because they have the better and more proven right. quarterback. Listen, Atlanta has a ton of offensive pizzas that I like. B. John Robinson, I think, is going to be an excellent running back in the NFL. I like Drake London. I really like you know Kyle Pitts. But the defense still has some questions to uh, t- to answer. They got better this offseason. Added Clayus Campbell. You know we're, we're aggressive in free agency in that regard, but I think that's going to be something that I'm concerned about with them. And Tampa Bay is, is going to go into a full tank job rebuild. Uh, so uh, your thoughts on the worst division of football, the NFC South, Ryan?
1: <laughs> the worst division you know what the only thing i would flip is carolina and new orleans i okay. i don't like you said i don't like dennis allen as a head coach i i think he's kind of overstayed his welcome in new orleans i'm surprised he didn't get axed already if i'm if i'm being quite frank sure um Derek Carr, i, I you know i think Derek Carr got a bad rap playing with the raiders he is a very good quarterback and i yes, think he um he gets a lot of crap just because they didn't win a lot you know there but he. I don't know how I can't even count how many coordinators and how many offensive systems he had played in, but I can only imagine it was quite a few. Yes. Uh, and 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 that's tough. That's tough learning new offenses almost every other year, if not every year. So I think he will. He'll keep them afloat. Um, the the bottom three or bottom two, excuse me. I think is on point. Atlanta is where they are. Like I don't really think that when I when I when I when, I, when someone says Atlanta Falcons football, I don't think of anything honestly. Like. <laughs> I literally draw a blank. It's like I'm loading, um, unfortunately, because uh, we don't know how Bijan Robinson is going to be. Right? Everyone thinks he's just going to be this guy in fantasy, but they still are going to want to use Cordell Patterson and Tyler Algier a lot. So where does he fit in in that mix? Okay, so he'll get the ball. I'm not saying he won't, and maybe he may emerge later on in the season, but it's only one football, and you can't give it to three guys at the same time. So we'll see. Um, and in Tampa Bay, you're right. Tom Brady's gone. The head coach he's basically on his way out. Uh, Todd Bowles, even though I like him, great defensive coordinator, but right. he's just not a head coach. And if you don't have a quarterback on top of not being a really good head coach, you're in trouble. And Tampa Bay is they're going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes for sure. So I don't. But like I said, the only thing I would switch is the. Carolina at number one. And I like, honestly, Carolina had a very underrated, low-key offseason. You mentioned the signing of uh, Thielen. Miles Sanders is back there. Good point, um, yeah. The uh, the kid they drafted out of Ole Miss, he's a receiver, Jonathan Mingo, I believe. Yes. Who a lot of people don't even know who he is. But, again, you know why I know him? Because I did a Clutch Combine video on him. And if you don't know about him, sure. go on to my TikTok, go on to my uh, Instagram. You'll see it. I mean, the guy, the guy, he's like a little mini Anquan Bolden. And if you don't know Anquan Bowling for the young guys in the in the chat here, go still... Google them, Google them. And you'll, yeah. you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So, but you're yeah, right. This is probably the worst division in all of football. <laughs>
0: It's 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 not it's not good that I, I I feel very confident saying I'll get into playoff predictions later. I feel very confident saying whoever comes out is going to lose to uh, lose immediately in the first round of the playoffs. It's just <laughs> there's a, that that division got a long way to go. So let's get into some comments and please get out of this division as quickly as possible. Yeah, uh, John John's late to the chat, but he is he always as always J E T S. Uh, oh Jets Lord, just he, he's listen. John John's a loyal <laughs> Jets fan. He's been through a lot. Okay, so I I gotta I gotta shout out my man. Patrick says could New Orleans pry Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan in 2024? or another coach that we don't know about. Well, listen, if they do, then the Saints are back in business because uh, Jim yeah. Harbaugh's proven he's the best, I think it's fair to say, the best coach in in all of football in terms of college and NFL. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was very successful in San Francisco, went to three straight NFC Championship games. Obviously, Even prior he's been to successful. That. Yeah, at Stanford. Yeah, yeah. It's, Even it's, before it's,
1: that, he coached at University of San Diego, the Toreros, Ter- and he turned that program around in one season.
0: He's a he's a he's one of those you know he's a coach, type of coach. Yeah, exactly. He absolutely is. So that that would be that'd be a great gift for New Orleans, Patrick, if they were able to pull that off. Darian says, I agree. It wasn't all Derek Carr's fault. Why we wasn't winning because the Raiders Nation blames it all him. And it's again, it, it just mentioned culture. It's a bad culture in Vegas, stemming from the top with the ownership with the Davis family. Oh. Uh, listen, it's it's been. Really, I think the Tuck rule game really changed everything for that franchise. They've never really quite been the same ever since. And so, and they they cannot get the defense right. And that's often what plagued Derek Carr <laughs> in many of games. Patrick also says, I'm eager to see how Bryce Young holds up. His height is concerning for me. Tampa Bay and Mike Evans are going to part ways mid season. I actually did a segment about that last week. I actually suggested, Hey Dallas, you know, you you, you missed out on the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes. If you go go and get Mike Evans, well, that, that could be that could be a scary wide receiving core. Just trying yep. to help my man Dak. Okay, I'm just because if he goes to Pittsburgh, that'd be even better. I'd love him to go to Pittsburgh. But I think we're already good with the wide receiver. And, and you know
1: what, too, with with uh, I know Patrick. I mentioned uh, Bryce Young. I don't think he finishes the season. I think Andy Dalton will end up taking over.
0: Really, you think Bryce Young's getting benched?
1: Yeah, I think so. He's wow. I don't I don't know if he's that good, man. Honestly.
0: Okay, listen. I, I'm with. Well, listen, the height does concern me too. And you know, smaller you know, quarterbacks have struggled in the NFL, so that's like perfectly. I, th- I think what
1: I end up happening, he'll get hurt. Andy Dalton will come in there, kind of whole serve, and then might just say, you know what, just stay in there, Andy. You're a veteran. You know, we'll just we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to ride you as long as we can, because and maybe they reevaluate Bryce Young next year or if they let's, let's just say and hypothetically, they just are a crappy team and they're they're worse than the Buccaneers. And there is Caleb Williams there. do you take them? Yeah, you do. Oh, that's,
0: yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Whoever gets Caleb Williams is going to get a superstar quarterback. That that goes yep. without saying. He's an incredible prospect. Uh, and there's, hey, listen, I definitely think Tampa's going to be in that mix. But man, if Carolina is, that'd be they. They kind of pull what Arizona did, where they drafted Josh Wilson. Yep. He was terrible. They draft Kyler Murray. It looks like Arizona could you know go out and get Caleb Williams. when it's all said yep. and done. Uh, let's move to the NFC North. Uh, listen, you guys know those out there watch this show for a long time know I am, I am in on some Detroit oh. Lions this season. I love me some Dan Campbell. I, I come oh. around on the man. Detroit at 11 and 6. They've got a top five offense in the NFL. The defense did improve oh. this offseason. By the way, offensively, how about this, Ryan? A guy that you and I love, Jameer Gibbs at the University oh, of Alabama, yeah. is going love to be guy. a Problem. The next, the, the second coming of Alvin Kamara is Jameer Gibbs. they got an amazing offensive line, Amon St. Brown. You hope Jamison Williams, once he comes back from the gambling suspension, gets to the the player, you know, the type of player he was at Alabama. Uh, but they're loaded with offensive playmakers. Ben Johnson is one of the better offensive coordinators in the NFL, and the defense, which was a huge issue for them last year, albeit not toward the end of the year, uh, got better. I I decided to put Minnesota at ten and seven. I almost had them missing the playoffs. I decided to put them in for this reason, Ryan. That the offense is still good. You know, they obviously went out and got uh, Jordan Addison. We understand there's some off-field concerns with him there. Yeah. But obviously, if he's able to reach his potential, he'll be, he'll, he'll, he'll be a scary threat. Justin Jefferson's the best receiver on football in my eyes. And Kirk yeah. Cousins, for as much as we criticize him, he's a top-12 quarterback in the NFL. At least to me, he's proven that. Uh, I, I like their head coach, Kevin O'Connell. And the defense was a massive concern for them last year. What do they do? They went out and got Brian Flores. He's going to fix that defense. Uh, they will not be you know, 31st or wherever they were at in past uh, pass defense last year, which really hurt them, particularly in that playoff game against Daniel Jones. I remember there was even a, a Thanksgiving <laughs> game where they made Mac Jones look like Tom Brady. That's how bad that defense was. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, that, that'll be better this year. So I'll give Minnesota double-digit wins. It is a talented team. Chicago put it 8-9. and nine. I think Justin Fields is better this year than he was last year. It's an improved offensive line. They drafted my man Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. They upgraded, obviously, in the whole number-one pick trade. They went out and got... D.J. Moore, who I've always loved, at a, you know from Carolina. They got Chase Claypool. They got Darnell Mooney. Tight ends are good. Uh, so I think this is this is a big year for Justin Fields. That year three always tends to be big for quarterbacks. I think he shows up and shows out uh, with his arm and with his legs. I, I want to see him improve more as a pocket passer. Didn't really see that last year, albeit he was running for his life, kind of Archie Manning style. Uh, so you know, obviously pulling for him, but I, I think the Bears have a solid year. And listen, I, I know it's I know the Packers fans probably don't want to hear this, uh, but you know somebody's got to be somebody's got to be honest about this team, and, and they're out going in on on 2023 uh and they're going 6-11 and okay they're going to be the worst team in the nfc north uh i don't believe in jordan love i don't believe in matt lafleur i think this is gonna be a disastrous year for for the green bay packers uh listen cheesehead ozzy is gonna make some appearances every once in a while Uh, but this is it's not gonna be a good year for green bay so uh so don't mind me ryan What, what do you think about the nfc north
1: you know i i guess i can i can get on the whole lions thing there um are they ready to make that jump? Are they ready to, to be in the in the, in the the spotlight, per se, right? They got a big game this Thursday, right, against Kansas yep. City. Um, if they lose, I'm okay with that. I just want to see how they play. If they come out and it's a close game, then you can, you know, that's something to build on. And I, I, get, I get it. Like, this is the National Football League. There are no moral wins or moral victories. But for a team like this, at that end of the year, the way they did last year, on a high note, you know, uh, if they can go into Arrowhead, Uh, opening night and and fight the defending champions and you know and you know so i'll have to give them credit i I do have them at number one i am a little torn with the rest of the the last three because i actually still believe in the packers a lot of people do um as they got two really good running backs their offensive line is still one of the best in all of the national football league you got a young quarterback with with some young receivers christian watson kind of He took flight a little bit last year, especially after that Cowboys game when he torched the Cowboys. Um, But how will him and Jordan Love play? That's a big question. The whole thing with the Bears, yes, they did go ahead and add a bunch of guys that should help Justin Fields. I'm just not a Justin Fields believer, unfortunately. I think he's more of a runner, and eventually he's going to run himself out of the league. And Kirk Cousins has been in Minnesota for, it feels like, forever now. Yeah, And they just can't get over the hump. You let Dalvin Cook go. Your best running back um, is going to be running back by committee there. You still got the best receiver in all of the land. Um, So I'm kind of, ooh, this one's tough for me, man. I I think the lines are are in a good spot there, but I would probably switch the Bears and the Packers if I were to do this. So. I respect
0: that, and and you know something else too. The way you were describing the Packers, and you're you're accurate on all your, your points that they got two good running backs, offensive line's great. Uh, I look at them honestly as the Atlanta Falcons with uh with a, a slightly better defense. Uh, mm. Obviously, they got Jerry Alexander. They went defense in the draft. You know that that's going to be something for them this year. That's going to be able to keep them in a lot of games. Right. Uh, but that that's you know for Green Bay again. Uh, like I said, it, <laughs> losing historically Chief, great quarterbacks tends to not pay off pretty well. You know, you can ask the New England Patriots how, how they you know recovered since right. Tom Brady's left. So. Uh, you know, Packers Nation. Uh, this is gonna be a rough year for you. I hate to, to right. say it. So, uh, uh, but what? If, what?
1: What if Jordan Love comes out there and just balls? I mean, we don't know anything about him really. Like that's true. He got he got the one start against Kansas City, which he struggled obviously. But anybody would struggle going into that or into that stadium, and they put your mom like in a nosebleed, so she couldn't <laughs> even see you. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> that was like,
0: cold. they didn't have to do it like that.
1: They did it, man. Like, and like Jordan Love, really, man. Like, you can't, you can't, like, just. I get it. You're wearing a starting quarter, but you're at least making six figures, bro. Like, you can't get your mom go on StubHub <laughs> or Ticketmaster <laughs> and get your mom some some good seats. Oh, Come boy. on, bro. That's your that's your mom, dude. Like, for real. Like,
0: I don't know. She, she better get better ticket seats in that Lambo. Okay, that, that that that's gonna be absolutely... he better
1: he better have made it up to her for Mother's Day because those are some crappy seats she got. Like, like. She was better off just watching the game at home.
0: <laughs> she got a, better, a lot better view, and it'd have been warmer at home. There's no question about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got We got some comments here uh, in the. Uh, oh, Patrick says, to, "Can we get the kneecap soundbite?" I'm using a different, uh, like streaming account, <laughs> so I don't, I do not have the kneecap soundbite on here, on on tap for you, Patrick. I apologize, but he said I've got Detroit hosting a playoff game. If they have to travel to Dallas or San Francisco, stay tuned. If Detroit pulls a Colorado on Thursday night, good analogy. Uh, we're having a very different discussion uh, very soon. Patrick says Detroit 12 and five, Minnesota 10 and seven, uh, Chicago eight and nine, and Green Bay five and 12. So he's got Green Bay winning one, one fewer game than I do. Uh, and he says we're going to see if Matt Lafleur uh, will survive the season. Minnesota will regress. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins believer. And TJ Hopkins got paid for Jettis for Justin Jefferson got paid. That, that was a big. Listen, I like TJ Hopkins, a man, but that was. Man, Travis Kelsey's got to be it worth know, it. Travis, that's true. You're Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, but Travis Kelsey got to be sitting back and thinking, oh, let's go. I'm, I'm about to get the back <laughs> pretty soon. About to get the bag. Right,
1: yeah. I mean, he should be the highest-paid tight end.
0: Heck yeah, he should. He's one of the best ever. And Barry says, get Jordan Love the hell out of here. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, I don't I don't see a green base, you know. Listen, they had Aaron Rodgers last year, and they were 8-9. They were 4-8 at one point in the season, so. True. It's not let It's not overreact. Okay. True. Final divisional predictions: NFC West. Niners are the best team in the NFL, talent wise. I've got them going twelve and five. I'm only putting them at twelve. And, they're good enough to go fifty and two in my eyes. Just I, I, I worry about the health of, of the quarterback position. If Sam Darnold gets in there, that could be a problem. But I've got the yeah. Niners at twelve and five. I actually decided to give Seattle double digit wins. I know you've been high in Seattle for a while, Ryan. I love Seattle. Uh, c- can you give me what? what's before we even get to further predictions, what's you're saying about Seattle? About you know they can they can play anywhere.
1: Oh, the, the Seattle Seahawks are like a Dr. Seuss book. They can play on a train. They can play on a plane. They can play anywhere, like Green Eggs and Ham. You, you could take them anywhere, and that's what I love about Seattle.
0: They run the football well. They got they. they, they by the way, they got dogs,
1: man. It. They got Bobby Wagner back too. Yeah, like,
0: absolutely. And that's gonna be huge. For Jamal Adam
1: so Hopefully, he'll play like two games, and you know he'll be good for them for two games, and <laughs> he'll get hurt. And, but still.
0: And the thing, too, for Seattle is the fact that, you know, they had such a young roster last year. A lot of, you know, Reek Woolen was huge for him last year. He's a Pro Bowl yep. caliber player. Offensive line, which was a huge concern sort of towards the end of the Russell Wilson era, all of a sudden they get that right. It's excellent. Geno Smith obviously comeback player of the year. And they added, they added Jackson Smith and Jigba, arguably the mm-hmm. best receiver out of last year's draft, to pair up with Metcalf, to pair up <clears> with Lockett. Uh, if if my man, uh, shoot, what's his name, running back from uh, Michigan State, uh, who plays there, oh, my gosh, uh Oh, number nine. I'm I'm blanking on his name. That's this is.
1: Mm, Michigan You know what I'm State. talking about? Uh, See, hmm.
0: I'm kicking myself now. I'm gonna have to Google this. This is now. Now I'm
1: now I'm kicking. I yeah. They, they got like a they got a stable of guys there because they got DJ True. Dallas too. The guy out of Miami they drafted a couple years Kenneth ago. Walker. Kenneth Walker. Yes.
0: Kenneth Walker, I'd love yes. to go to Michigan State. Yeah, but he he had a great rookie season last year. Offensive yep. line good. So listen, I, 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 I have a hard time believing Seattle's gonna regress. Oh, by the way, Pete Carroll, if if God forbid, knock him with some abs of Geno Smith, Pete Carroll can get in there and play quarterback. We saw we saw the tape from practice. Mm-hmm. He looks good. He can he you know? can get back there. He he's the thirty five year old seventy five year old you know that's that's, yep. that's 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 what he is. Rams at seven and ten. I, I I decided put them up to seven. I probably should have regressed that even further. Uh, but they have no depth whatsoever. Only reason I put them at seven is the fact that I hope this is hope against hope that Stafford stays healthy long enough for them to be at least be competitive in some games. McVeigh is still a great coach. He just doesn't have a, a heck of a lot to work you know to work with. Aaron Donald's still great. Uh, the question is, will he last beyond the season? Is there a potential huge storyline? Is could the Rams trade Aaron Donald to sort of put them on the track to rebuild? Uh, you know that that's gonna be a question for them. I think the Cardinals are going one sixteen. I, I decided to give them well, a, I, one win just because they 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 got my man Josh Dobbs as their starting quarterback potentially. So I'm gonna be nice to my man Space Dobbs, but going zero seventeen is very hard to do. Uh, so I <laughs> I've given Arizona a win, but I think the Cardinals are gonna have the number one pick in the draft. So NFC West, Ryan, what's your thoughts?
1: Um, I like it. The only thing I, I'm gonna this is gonna be clickbait here, but or or what, what do you call a hot take? Yeah, I, I like Seattle. Do. I like Seattle winning a division. I I think they're wow. They're, they're tailored to, 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 to contest this, the, the 49ers. I mean, they're tough. You know, they, they, I think right now, if we look at the quarterback play, who's got the better quarterback, Uh, I would say, I'm still rolling with sturdy
0: purdy Ryan. I'm still rolling with sturdy purdy. Okay. I
1: don't know, man. I don't know how that shoulder is going to be, you know, now, now, and now he's going into year two. People have film on him. Now Mm -hmm. defensive coordinators know him. They know his tendencies. Now, will he be able to just be that like game manager type of player um, not to say the Niners are not a good roster. They got a great roster. Like I they still have one yeah. of the best rosters in the National Football League. But and I and I'm and I'm I'm really picking with my heart on this one, really, because honestly, logically, I should I should say San Francisco, and I get it, right? Some people might call me clowns in the chat, but I really like Seattle, man. I really do. Um, just like you mentioned, the the, the additions that they made. Um, you know, the offense got a little bit more, more, more punch in there. Uh yep. And there, that's a tough place to play, too. You know, going to Seattle, it is, the Northwest, yep. it sucks. It sucks, man. So, but but everybody, I mean, the, the Rams. I think the Rams. They 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 uh they sold out for that Super Bowl, and well deserved. They got it, and now they're gonna suck for the next couple of years for sure. Um, yeah, they're gonna have to do a fire sale on a lot of these guys, you know. And look, Cooper Cup is questionable. I yep. think he got hurt earlier this last week. Like, so what's going on with him? You know, Aaron Donald. He's still a dominant force, but he's not going to will you to any wins like that. Like, there's no really defensive player that could just that, that just outright win you games like that. So, uh, and then the Cardinals, you know, we, we you know you know you know my thoughts on them. I've always climbed them in the offseason from their jerseys um, to to just everything. Like, they're 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 going to suck really bad, <laughs> and and that they, I don't know if you guys heard that clip from their coach. Yeah, I was, I was about Dan. to ask
0: you, Ryan. Do do you, do you have fire in your gut, Ryan?
1: Yeah, after I eat like burrito, like my burrito <laughs> with hot sauce. Yeah, but not after that speech. That was the worst speech of all. <laughs> so and, bad. And, and let me let me give you some insight. I don't know if all coaches do this, but me as a coach, a lot of times I prep my pregame speech a little bit. Just sometimes it's from the heart. A lot of it is from the heart, but a lot of it is things that I want to hit during that because I want to be able to speak. To these players I wanna I want to play on their heartstrings a little bit right and that guy I don't know if he woke up that day and, and he listened to himself in the mirror and was like that sounds really motivating um it really wasn't and, and you can look in the room they're all kind of like it's up it's it's it, it was it's just as cringeworthy as the let's go eat a W oh yeah Dennis that
0: Wilson, that was yeah. cringy
1: and and Jonathan Gannon, that's his name Jonathan Gannon, Jonathan that, Gannon, yep. that was that was terrible. It was like an I,
0: office I, skit. It was like a Saturday Night
1: Live yeah. skit. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was very weird. And I was like, even when he first met his first players, that when we saw that clip and he was coming, he was like, yeah, what's the-? like, it's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you know? But maybe, maybe that's maybe that um, that that wore off on him. Who what was saying? I'm drawing up blank. Like the head coach of the Eagles, um, uh,
0: uh it's Nick Sirianni,
1: like he was weird like that too when he first had his first presser. If everyone remember, um, he was kind of weird too, because he was, but this guy is just, he, he won't be there long. I mean, i he he won't even be there long enough to have 15 minutes of coffee. Okay. So the Cardinals are going to suck. They're going to be the worst team in the National Football League. We can put it down right now. I'll put a, I'll put a dollar on it right now <laughs> that they're going to be the worst team and Caleb Williams will be in Glendale next year taking snaps for the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler murder will be shipped off somewhere else. Um, so he can go maybe join the phase clan and play call of duty or whatever he likes to play um, in some social media house. I don't know, but
0: and listen, if the good news for the Cardinals, obviously there's not any good news this season, but you have your first round pick, which I think we we both think is gonna be number one overall. They've got Houston's pick from the Will Anderson trade, All and right. they'll get some picks from from Kyler Murray uh, when, yep. when they move him. So you know, listen, if they're able to get the coach right, I'll tell you one thing: they do need to change. They got to change so, the dang uniforms. Those uniforms, suck oh, those
1: like they're, they're like practice jerseys. When I seen them, I was like, oh, those are cool practice jerseys. Oh wait, those those are the those are the game jerseys. I As a as a fan of that, I'm not a fan, but if I was a fan of that team, I am not going to pay 120 plus dollars for a practice jersey. I can just go to Big Five or Dick Sporting Good or whatever your local sporting goods store in your town, whether, you know, and buy a practice jersey. Arizona Cardinals, you got to do better. You got to do better, man. Like, come on. Let's be real. It's It's bad. bad. Let's go, to com-
0: let's go let's go the comments over the comments are better than, than the arizona cardinals uh barry says listening to you i guess he's referring to me fawn over the 49ers upsets me what upsets me more is that they were in your final two of team choices bias takes all season long listen i admire well-run organizations and they are well-run barry okay i, I gotta give love words too i didn't pick them L- look at the hat i'm wearing. i didn't pick them so listen i i i like sturdy party man give, 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 give brock party some some love uh Patrick says Brock Purdy Isn't Mr. Irrelevant this season. This will be a very interesting year for them. The biggest uh, holdout is Nick Bosa. Can they get a deal done the coming days from what I'm reading? It looks like they will. Um, will. So it looks like he'll probably be ready to go by week one. Obviously they'll they'll need him. He's he's probably the the second best pass rusher or third best pass rusher in the NFL uh, up there with TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, those guys. So, you know, they're, they're going to be an issue. Uh, Patrick says Niners have no weaknesses. If they can't get a deal together, it could damper Bowl hopes. Seattle will pick up where they left off in 2022. Uh, In the to the Cardinals now. Barry says, "Man couldn't lead a shopping cart out of a parking lot. He, he couldn't. It's it's, it's, it's it's bad. It's it's really bad." And Patrick says Seattle twelve. And, Seattle twelve and five. Okay, so he agrees with you, Ryan. Niners yeah. eleven and six. Rams six and eleven. And Cardinals uh, are going to win a single game this year. So uh, before we get to the playoffs, let's do real quick. We'll go through these super fast. My uh, award predictions, uh, okay. and, and you could chime in, uh, uh, Ryan, what you think. So I've got Dan Campbell winning Coach of the Year. Uh, again, hmm. I've come around on the man. I, I, I clown the Lions when they made the move uh, a year and a half ago, or, or I'm sorry, really a couple, of year, a couple of years ago when they made this uh, when they made this move to making their head man. He's. I'll tell you this. He's similar to. Deion Sanders in the sense of, it, you know, it, it, does Dan Campbell strike you as like the X's and O's genius of like a no. Shanahan or a Reed or somebody? No, no. but his team fights. their their guts guts out for them uh, every single game. And they, they, they're always, you know, to the very end, I remember they almost came back week one last year, be a, a, a Philly team that ended up playing the yeah. Super Bowl. So I've got Dan Campbell win coach of the year. Obviously I've got the Alliance Lions going 11 and six and winning the NFC North. Like so uh, who, who do you like as your coach of the year, Ryan? You know
1: what? I, I can't, I can't agree. I, I mean, I can't disagree with that one. I like Dan Campbell. I became a fan of him after hard knocks hmm. because you got to see the inner workings of him. Like you said, he's, he doesn't come off as being an X and O guy. If I need to know a good protein or pre-workout, I'm going to call Dan Campbell. Yeah. But um but I I like that pick. I can't off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone that uh with a team that's like that's right there on the cusp will be able to turn around this year cuz I really feel the Lions are due to really to to skyrocket up the charts here. So I like that pick.
0: Yeah, and i th- I thought about Doug Peterson as well I think because I think the jacks are gonna win 12 games this yeah year, so you
1: know that's a good one too Jack, could be Doug Peterson, you know what maybe even Frank Reich maybe you know okay, just if they win the division if they win the division you know I, I think that'll be a good one too but Dan Campbell for sure would be deserving like like, like that that's a realistic coach of the year I think
0: you gotta buy some kneecaps good buy some trophies that appear this season that's, yeah that'll, man that'll I
1: might cool. have to bust out the leather patent boots and hit get a contract for the WWE, man Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. Let's move <laughs> on to the only the only war where there is no debate whatsoever in a great way. Comeback Player of the Year is going to be Demar Hamlin. I don't even think it's, this is even an argument. Uh, obviously, coming back from uh, right. from from death, literally on the field. On <laughs> he January literally 2nd. died. Yeah, he literally yeah. died against the the Cincinnati Bengals. And you know, yeah. obviously, the, the props and, and, and love and nothing but praise to the to the medical staff yeah. in Cincinnati no, doing what they did. And uh, but Demar making the the Bills roster again. It doesn't matter if he gets one interception if he plays one snap this year. Yeah, just the fact he, that he's yeah. playing the game of football. I agree. He's comeback player. I remember. I, having agree, the, I remember having you on know, the show, Ryan. Days after this happened, we were thinking, like, man, like, is this guy gonna get back to a yeah. like, normal sense of life again? The fact I remember that remember that suited up playing football is, isn't, isn't
1: nobody. Driving. Nobody can win this award other than him. He's he's solidified that. Like this, like you said, he died, folks, mm-hmm. and like he came back. And what's this? The, the name of this award is the comeback player. This guy came back from death to play. He's got to win the award. I don't care if you broke your leg last year. It means nothing. This guy died literally on the field for what? Minutes. Yeah, And he's back here. But I mean, it's a blessing, honestly. Amen. Like you said, whether he makes one tackle or not, like this for him to even be in a position to make the 53-man roster is very significant. Because like you said, we were talking about this on your show. And I remember that night, man. I, I had never seen anything like that in all my years of watching football. You know, we've always seen people maybe get paralyzed or hurt, but the way the 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 mood was in that stadium you can tell that something significant had happened and and if you watched it that night you literally saw someone come back to life like it was like it was a bible it was like lazarus like he came back from from the dead you know and now look at him now so kudos to him but yeah this this is a no-brainer for sure
0: how awesome would it be if on Monday Night Football, obviously Monday Night Football is when the, the near tragedy happened, how awesome right. it would it be if he picks off Aaron Rodgers in Week 1? Would that not just be, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that, that hey. would be unbelievable. Hey. Unbelievable. yep. So let's move to let's move to defense rookie of the year. I think it's going to go with my man Joey Porter Jr. out of Pittsburgh. I think the Steelers Ooh. stole him in the second round. Yeah, obviously the son of Joey Porter, who's you know obviously played with the Steelers. Uh, but I think he's going to be the number one corner. Obviously they got Patrick Peterson there. Uh, you know, kind of as a good veteran presence. But I think Joey Porter's listen. He's going to get a lot of tough assignments. Cincinnati, he'll probably get either a T Higgins or a Jamar Chase. You know, with 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 Baltimore as a Flowers yeah. Odell with with the Browns probably an Amari Cooper. Like he's going to get tough assignments week in and week out. Uh, given the Steelers schedule, but I think he, I. Think I think he leads the league in interceptions this year. I think Joey Porter has a big year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year? Do you think it's Joey Porter? Do you think it's somebody else, Ryan? Like, who, you, who know, you I,
1: I think Will Anderson is going to have a say in that. Okay. Yeah, I think he's going to get after the quarterback a lot for for the Texans. And with your head coach being a defensive minded guy, I think they're going to they're going to drop a couple sacks for that guy, man. And I think he'll be ha- he'll have some say in that conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I, I think that's he's, he's going to have a big season. Staying in the division, offensive rookie of the year. Guy like just mentioned Zay Flowers. I, I I loved this kid out of Boston College. Yeah, I love what I've seen in the preseason. He's a big time run after catch guy. I think it was it was either you or Barry in the draft show. Uh, that mentioned, they, they said like he runs angry. Uh, you know he's tough to tackle. He's obviously yeah. you know got electric speed. Uh, you know, and, and he's he's exactly the type of guy that a Lamar Jackson needs. Uh, you know to mm-hmm. kind of go that next level as a you know, pure passer in the NFL. So I got Zay Flowers as the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, there there were some other guys. B. John Robinson. I thought about Jameer Gibbs, but I decided to go to Zay Flowers with his award. Uh, any other candidates that? No, had this,
1: this is a good one. I, I think it, if it's not him. Uh, maybe maybe a quarterback, but it's one of those like maybe C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson. But those, those are a little far-fetched, I think. But I think this guy with Lamar playing with him, I like Zay Flowers. And I'm not being biased because of his last name. I think he's a really yeah. good player. So I would have watched him no matter what team picked him. So right. I, I like this. You're spot on on this one. I just hope
0: he doesn't torch us two get two times we planned this year. That's that's going to be <laughs> Joey Porter, Jr. He's going to have to, you know, he's, he's going to have to show up. Uh, stick in the AFC North. The defensive player of the year is TJ Watt. Uh, listen, you're talking about a guy who I think this year in Ryan, he's going to break the sack. record. I think he's going to pass Strahan for the single season sack record this mm. year. I think that'd be 22 and twenty two and a half's record. I think twenty. So if he gets twenty three or more, he'll he'll break the record. Because remember that season, they they've tied Strahan. Uh, he missed two games yeah. that year. So if he stays healthy again, last year the Steelers are a playoff team. If if TJ Watt doesn't go down in week one, uh, so listen, they, they win they win darn near eighty percent of the games he plays. You know, dating back to last year, so uh, he is as unblockable as they come. I thought about Micah Parsons because I think yeah, Cal's that's what I'm be, going with. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't blame him. He's, he's a perfectly legitimate candidate. Sauce Gardner, I think, would have an argument if the Jets are great. Uh, but I think T.J. White is going to have an absolute just monster year. I think in the long run, he's going to end up having a better career than his older brother, J.J. Uh, and, and I think he'll be sort of the driving force to the Steelers. I, I really do. I think he'll be the driving force of the Steelers, uh, you know, having a, a big-time season. So you, you got Micah Parsons winning this award? I
1: I, I, I like the linebacker. As long yeah. – I'm hoping that in the offseason he kind of – bulked up or conditioned himself because he faded a lot you know towards the end of the season and we're like we don't i don't really remember seeing him a lot in those last couple games you know sure. early on i mean he was everywhere and, and it could have been the scheme i don't know what they're calling in, in the huddle but it just seems like i didn't see enough of him uh getting after the quarterback later on those games and maybe i missed something i'd have to go back and watch the tape but 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 tj watt i mean you you can't dude. that's TJ Watt is like a cheeseburger. You can't go wrong with that. If you don't like a cheeseburger, unless you're a vegan or a vegetarian, you you can't go wrong with that. And he's he's that guy. He's that good. And like you said, as long as he can stay healthy, there's no stopping TJ Watt other than injuries.
0: That's that's it. And that's that's really what got him last year. By the way, just for the record, I I obviously I love a good cheeseburger as well. But that the, those some of those vegetarian burgers, that are actually they're pretty awesome. good.
1: Yeah, they're, they're not gonna lie. I've had a vegan burger and I was like, wow, this is not meat.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it tastes good. It tastes good. Uh, I'll tell you what else is going to be good for uh, for this particular team. And again, if you notice, folks, if you notice, aside from Dan Campbell, all these awards have been AFC awards thus far in the AFC North entirely. We'll branch out yeah. the AFC North for Offensive Player of the Year. I think you're going to see the Cooper Cup effect for Garrett Wilson. Remember, Cooper Cup Ooh. was a good player. Once he got Matthew Stafford, he had probably the best rec- best season any receiver's ever had. Not saying Garrett Wilson will be quite that, but I think now with Aaron Rodgers, listen, we know the impact Aaron Rodgers had with Devontae Adams. Garrett Wilson is the type of guy. He had four quarterbacks last year and was still the runaway offensive rookie of the year. I think he yeah. backs up with the offensive player of the year this season. Uh, you, you saw it, listen, it was a small sample size and it was preseason, but that touchdown pass, that little sidearm from Aaron in the red zone to yeah. Garrett Wilson was just picture perfect. No, uh, I, I, I got Garrett Wilson as the offensive player of the year. Do you have any other, you know, potential? Candidates? Um,
1: I, I think Jettas will con- okay. contend for that. Um, but Garrett Wilson, I think, is going to get that Devontae Adams treatment from Aaron Rodgers for sure. Um, uh, and oddly enough, they, they, I think didn't, he they wore the same number. So it's yes, kind of funny. Seen. So, but Garrett Wilson is a—he's a dog, man. But I think I think Justin Jefferson will be up there too. His stats are going to be among the tops, just because he's going to be. The, it's not that it, he's been the guy there, but he's literally the guy there now, like for real. No feeling. There's nobody else there. He is the veteran in that room now, as far as like accomplishments. Uh, who's another guy? Maybe. Um, what was the last time a quarterback won offensive player? Today? I mean, and, and like I said, That's maybe I don't question. pay attention. I I don't I maybe I don't pay attention to this enough, but um, there's got to be some quarterback out there. I think that that could Lamar Jackson
0: win it because of what he can. Yeah, he could.
1: He could. Yeah, that's a very good point. Maybe if he stays healthy, Lamar would be in contention just because of, like you said, he'll run for touchdowns, he'll throw for them. He'll have rushing yards. Um, I don't think any running backs will be in contention anymore just because there's 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 so much depth with running backs and teams will have this guy run the ball here and then you know so uh, you won't see that anymore it's going to be receivers or quarterback but Garrett Wilson is, is definitely a, would be in my top two or three guys to win it
0: yeah listen I, regardless how far the Jets go I think I think going to have a huge year and again I, I see sort of a, <clears> a <throat> parallel between him and, and Cooper Cup and then finally the most important one the one we always pay attention to is a couple guys I thought about I actually for a second I actually uh, thought about Dak Prescott if the Cowboys do go 13 and 4 oh. but decided against it I almost took Patrick Mahomes, but I decided to go with the man I believe is the third best quarterback in the National Football League, and that is Trevor.
1: Wow! So
0: I think Trevor's going to lead mm. the NFL in touchdown passes. He's going to throw 45 touchdowns, a second full year in the Doug Peterson system, which is very friendly to quarterbacks, as we know. You get Calvin Ridley back, and we, we've seen Calvin Ridley for what I've seen in training camp. He looks amazing. That year off, certainly, you know, it helped him from a health standpoint. Uh, you still have uh, Christian Kirk, you still have having Ingram, offensive lines better. I, you know, certainly hope the deep will be better, but I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna be the driving force to the Jags having a season in which they are contending for a Super Bowl title. I think he's that good. I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks that certainly one of the most talented prospects we've ever seen come the NFL. I got Trevor winning MVP. Ryan, do you do your your thoughts on this and who do you have as MVP? I
1: I know you love Trevor Lawrence. So I'm not gonna you love him. I know you do. Honestly, I like Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. I think those guys are going to be perennial MVP type of caliber guys that we talk about. Um, but for this season, ah, Patrick Mahomes won it last year, right? So yes.
0: which listen, Aaron went back to back. Aaron Rodgers went back to back. Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah.
1: I I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stay safe and I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Patrick Mahomes, man. Like okay. watching that quarterback series on Netflix, I, oh, I knew he was so good. good. I knew he was good. But the 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 preparation that he does, especially with his body and to deal with those outside forces, like having the cameras in front of you, your wife is annoying, your brother's annoying, like, and you're out there winning Super Bowl championships. You know, he's a legend. I, he's by a by the legend, way, man.
0: with 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 a the, the beat up ankle in the whole playoffs.
1: Yeah, so, no, like he,
0: he's no, he's unlike anything we've ever seen at the quarterback position in the history of the NFL. Yeah. So I, the I, I'm
1: not a Chiefs fan like that, but you know what? I I got to give props where props is due, and, and Patrick Mahomes is is the best quarterback in the National Football League um, overall. Like, so, you know, you, you hear these debates all the time. Like, oh, well, you know, he's not the best thrower. Like, okay, I get that. But as far as top to bottom, overall, the the guy is really good. And Joe Burrow is not that far behind him. Like, don't get it twisted. Joe Burrow is really good, too. Joe Burrow is like, what, three and one against him now or something like yep, that? Yeah, three and one. So, you know, uh, but Patrick Mahomes given If anything, Joe Burrow is really close because he had to do, a lot with very little originally because I, I was not a Zach Taylor fan, was not. Me when were. he got hired, um, offensive line problems with this in continuing kind of they really have not really solved the offensive line yet. There really
0: they added Orlando um, Brown. I think that'll be. A they not, now
1: they have, but I'm saying like even the Super Bowl year they won it last year. Like, you know, it's like Joe it, to me is is Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and then then you can have the discussion about the other guys. Yeah, that's. And Trevor Lawrence is in the top five, I would say, just because he's got he's got the a very up, very huge upside, and he's got a great a great relationship with the head coach Doug Peterson, who by the way is like a quarterback whisperer, like he's coached a lot of really good quarterbacks. So, um,
0: but yeah, no, I'm, I guess, yeah, I'm
1: coaching. What's tree.
0: that? And he comes from the Andy Reid coaching tree as well, right?
1: Exactly. So it makes sense that he would know how to 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 do that with quarterbacks. But I would have to probably say Patrick Mahomes would be my front runner just because he's he's so good <laughs> he's good
0: he's just really good yeah he's that's, good that's 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 the best uh that's I have no, best,
1: I right? have no adjective to describe him I he's that good that I can't even think of a, uh, a what's the word superlative that 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 I could yeah. even, I could not he's just good oh know. He's good. He's
0: good. <laughs> let's move real quick. Let, let's look at the playoff picture sure. before we get into playoff uh, predictions. Yeah, 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 So here's what I got. So the AFC one through seven. For those uh, you know listening
1: to the yeah, podcast, d- yeah, I've got like the this.
0: Chiefs, the Jags, the Bengals, the Jets, and then the three wildcard teams: the Ravens, Steelers, and Dolphins. Those are yeah. seven I got in the AFC, uh, and then the NFC in this order: I've got the Cowboys, Ooh. the Niners. Yeah, I got the Cowboys getting the one seed. I got Ooh. the Cowboys, the Niners, the Lions, the Saints, and then the three wildcard teams being the Eagles, Vikings, and Seahawks. Not a whole lot of we see a lot of new playoff teams every year i think the only new team or actually i guess it's technically two new teams the nfc being the lions and the saints so uh any beefs with uh either of these well
1: afc afc i think that's that's uh that's that's dead to rights i think you got that spot on nfc i think i like carolina winning that division so i think they may be sneaking okay. um but yeah but other than that i think i think no i don't have no qualms about that
0: okay well yeah, listen, we we've talked about you know who 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 gets to the Super Bowl and all this and who's you know in in, in the in the hunt for the wild card spots and whatnot. So let, let's just look at the uh, let's see. Do I have it here? So apparently I I, I must have missed on one of the graphics. So I have the one for who wins these playoff games. So let's start with the AFC wild card games, and yet folks can see my my you know who wins these games. So you would have Jacksonville versus Miami. I would give Jacksonville a W there. Better quarterback, a better coach. Even though I kind of like McDaniel, um, weapons. I give Miami the advantage there, but I would still give Jacksonville the, the win. Sort of a, a Florida matchup there. I think my Steelers yep. go on the road and defeat the Cincinnati Bengals uh, and get the upset. I think Cincinnati is actually going to sweep Pittsburgh in the regular season, but it is hard to beat a team three times in a yeah. row in, in one season. That's There's hard. divisional familiarity there. Uh, I think I, I'm not liking what I'm hearing out of Cincinnati. I guess this is for just from a from a you know somewhat of an intangible standpoint. Like you're hearing, yeah, you know, last year, think about the whole Burrowhead head thing and they're off to, going after Mahomes and talking about how you know, the AFC runs through Cincinnati. It's like, well, I mean, now it kind of runs through Kansas City. Uh, right. So, I think Pittsburgh, we know Mike Tomlin, old school, you know, rough. That team's going to come in, dominate defensively. Baltimore almost did it with a backup quarterback. So, who says Pittsburgh can't with, in my view, an improved Kenny Pickett? So, I think Pittsburgh goes on the road in Cincinnati season in the wild card round. And I think the Baltimore Ravens going in the Jets' season in the wild card round as well. I have – I listen – I've had a love hate relationship with the Jets. I hated the trade initially. I grew to like it in terms of Aaron really kind of bonding and, and gelling with his teammates. The right. only thing that concerns me in the long run with the Jets is Aaron Rodgers' playoff history, which is suspect it's at similar, best. Yeah. From uh, coming uh, you, know, uh, you know ten years ago off of the the Super Bowl title against yep. against my Steelers. So uh, you know do, any disagreements with any of these playoff? matches? No, with those
1: picks, you know I think Jacksonville is 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 they're a real, they're the real deal. I think they're the real deal, you know. So, um, you know, I, 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 maybe the 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 Bengals Steelers one. I just think Joe Burrow is just they got the better quarterback in that matchup, they and I think Joe Burrow is just too good. Like he'll he'll will them to that win. But and I can see the Ravens going in New York and beating the Jets just because, like you said, Aaron Rodgers' playoff record is pretty. is other than that Super Bowl season, it's pretty abysmal. Like he he really hasn't had a lot of great showings or outings in the playoffs.
0: A lot of home playoff losses as well. And that's, that's when this played him. Going yeah. And that's Lambo. what makes it
1: even worse. It's like, yeah. you did, you did so great to, to establish that. And then you, you tank it, you know, it's like, what's the point? So yeah, you're right. And, and then those losses at home have been bad. It, it hasn't like, it was like a shootout. He did all he can do. And the defense let him down. Like he wasn't that great.
0: I think that the pinnacle of that was when they lost to the 49ers, when San Francisco didn't score an offensive touchdown, right. that was, yep. That was kind of the whole, like the, the 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 big point there. So I I don't think he'll be that bad, you know, with the Jets. He's got good weapons there, good defense. But uh, I believe right. in Lamar. I believe in John Harbaugh. I believe in the Ravens roster enough to get that yep. that victory to the NFC Wild Card. Here's my predictions. I give. Let's see. Did we put it up here? Here we go. Uh, San Francisco uh, gets the win over the Seattle Seahawks in a rematch of last year's Wild Card game. Although obviously, you, you have Seattle win the division. Uh, but should it should this matchup occur, I would give the 49ers the win. Detroit beats, beats Minnesota in another divisional matchup uh, or interdivision matchup of the Wild Card round. Again, I. I like Detroit's defense, uh how it's improved this offseason, the offense is as good as there is in football. I think Philly goes on the road to New Orleans and absolutely de- destroys the Saints, dominates them, kind of like Dallas did last year to Tampa Bay where there's, yeah, they're the wild card team, yeah, but they have a better record, they're a better overall football team. Uh so should these matchups occur any disagreements with with the wild card
1: uh you know situations there? Um you know what? No, San Francisco is a good playoff team, man. So uh, I think the game will be closer this time around than the, the last playoff game they had between each other. Um but San Francisco still might get the nod just because they 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 they're good, man. They're just a perennial powerhouse. Um I like I like Detroit in their first playoff win in a while, right? Uh and and yeah, of course yeah, the Eagles should beat the Saints. They should.
0: They should. Okay, here's where it gets fun. Divisional round, AFC. There we go. So you'll, Here we you'll have go. Kansas City versus the Steelers. The Jags versus the Ravens. If we get this in divisional weekend, please God let us get this. Would be so good, uh, you know, for, for you know, in terms of the matchups uh, and the results. I have to be objective here. The run for Pittsburgh comes to an end at Arrowhead yeah, Stadium. I the, agree. Mahomes has never the worst season for Mahomes has been a loss at home in the <laughs> AFC Championship game. I have no reasonably that that won't continue uh, right. this season. They'll beat Pittsburgh. Uh, I'll be in a somewhat close game, but listen, obviously Kansas City. I, I love Kenny Pickup, but in what, what is the the understatement of the twenty twenty three season? and Kenny Pickett isn't exactly Patrick Mahomes. Right. Uh, So that's I think that goes without saying, but I think Kansas City wins. I think Jacksonville beats Baltimore. I thought about Baltimore. I think this could be the best game of the divisional round. Yeah. And I think I, I listen. I believe in Trevor Lawrence. I believe in the weapons there. Uh, and listen, I get, I get both quarterbacks have never played in a conference title game yet. But obviously, Lawrence has been the league as long as Lamar. I'm gonna roll with Trevor. I'm gonna roll with the MVP of the league this season. And the Jacksonville Jaguars get to the AFC <laughs> title game. So any any issues with my my pick? No,
1: I, I, I like these two. I think that I mean better out of the two, the first game, the better quarterback is gonna win. Usually, if you have the better quarterback, you're gonna win. Yep, more often than not. I mean. And in the second matchup, although Lamar has, has been pretty good throughout his career, Trevor Lawrence, it's his time. And I think he would win that game.
0: He is the man. To the NFC, this will be fun. The Dallas Cowboys Ooh. and the Philadelphia Eagles on Divisional Weekend. The number that that game will get on Fox or wh- whatever network <sighs> gets that will be up, up through the roof. Man. And then the San Francisco 49ers against the Detroit Lions. Uh, technically, you know, San Francisco does have the better roster. Um Dallas is going to the NFC Championship game. Detroit's going to the NFC Championship game. That will be your matchup, Ryan Flowers. Detroit. Dallas wow. I have, listen, I have been saying for months, and I will stick with it, the Detroit Lions will play in the NFC title game. Been saying that since the draft. I'm going to stick to it and be held to it. They will upset San Francisco. They have the pieces to do so. Great offense against a great defense. Offense tends to win more times than not. And I've got Dallas over Philly. Listen, Dak has historically been great against Philadelphia yep. in the past. I mean, last time they played... Excuse me. When the Eagles, in my view, had a better defense, uh, Dallas hung Dak hung forty on him on four hundred yards yep. passing. Uh, so I, I think he he comes in home game for Dallas, and they finally break through and get to the NFC title game. So with these two picks, I know you you were shocked about the whole Detroit thing. Uh, I, I know, I, obviously, I'm love it floored Dallas, right now. You know, yeah,
1: Philly. i I'm, so, I'm, I, mean, I I like the Dallas one, uh, but the, the Niners and Lions. Although I, I like Dan Campbell and the Lions and what <laughs> I think they can do this season. I just don't think they're good enough to beat the San Francisco 49ers on the road in Santa Clara. I just don't think they would.
0: Uh, crazier things have happened.
1: I'm right. just saying. No, you're right.
0: I'm just saying. Let's see, do we Okay, here we go. So now AFC Championship game, you will have to meet two of the three best quarterbacks on Ooh. planet Earth facing off. Jaguars, Chiefs, and when it's all said and done, I think the motivation, motivation is a real thing, and it, it, it played it played in part last year with the whole Burrowhead thing and the Bengals talking trash going that game. I think, yep. listen, the MVP will be announced right before the Super Bowl, but everybody will kind of know who the MVP is. Mahomes will know, and he will show up, and he will show out, and the Kansas City Chiefs will get to their second straight Super Bowl. This would be, I think, the fourth in the last uh, five years for them. Uh, You know, in, in this run, in this you know sort of dynasty, certainly budding dynasty that they have here, Kansas City gets back to Super Bowl Fifty Eight, and they knock off the Jacksonville Jaguars in the process. So, uh, would, I, listen, I think this would be an amazing football game, Ryan. What do you think?
1: I like this matchup. I mean, it was a good game the last time they played in the playoffs in the divisional round, was it? Yeah. So yeah, it was. And and you know, Jags were they were they were there, like they were just maybe a play or two away, but. Patrick Mahomes is good at home, and and I I don't see them going into to well, I was going to say Foxborough, but Arrowhead and beating Kansas City. So no, I, I like this pick.
0: Listen, the Arrowhead Invitational is a very real thing, at least that's been what the AFC Championship has been since twenty eighteen. <laughs> uh, so so I listen, I I got I, I got Kansas City winning. Okay, so he, here's here's the fun one. So you got Dallas and you got Detroit. Our, our man, Patrick, who's a big Cowboys fan, is, is in the comments here. He says, Pat, uh, Detroit has not won a playoff game since 1991, which happened to occur right. against the Dallas Cowboys. That was actually the yep. year before Dallas's dynasty really kicked yep. off. Uh, Barry Sanders ran roughshod on Dallas, and, and Detroit, that's the last time that they've really been relevant from a championship contending standpoint. Uh, so I think you'll get Detroit, you'll get Dallas. Those teams actually play later this season. And um, Ryan Flowers, audience, the Dallas Cowboys will play yeah. the the Dallas Cowboys will go to the Super Bowl this season. Dak Prescott will shut the haters up this year. They'll go in. Obviously, I mentioned Detroit had a better defense, you know, this year than last year. Dak will torch them. Okay, he's historically been great against the Detroit Lions. If you look at his numbers against them, right. I think he'll show up. He'll show out, and the Dallas Cowboys will play in Super Bowl Fifty. I know you love that, Ryan.
1: I do. I mean, I'm not. I have nothing else to say. I am without words. <laughs>
0: You sh- Listen, I, I got I-, I had to give your team love. I really I think this is I don't think this is the best team Dallas has had, you know, in, in this championship drive. I think the 07 right. team, in my view is the best that team was stacked uh, for yep. the obviously loss to the New York Giants. But I think this is without question, the clearest path that they have had to the Super Bowl. And listen, I, I cannot even, if, if Detroit, if this matchup happened, Detroit won, I cannot even imagine the, the the backlash the Cowboys would get if they're a game away from the Super Bowl and here come the Detroit Lions, the fighting Dan Campbell's in uh, to get the W. But I think it's all said and done. The Dallas Cowboys uh, will play the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. And again, we talk about ratings. We talk about numbers. I cannot even, this may be the, hot, the most watched oh, American sporting been. event of all time. Of all
1: times. Of all time.
0: It, it, it would time. be it would be incredible. Uh, lo, oh look! Oh look at this. see, Barry Barry can't even give me a little bit of an inch. He says this feels like pandering uh, to the Dallas. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm listen. When have I ever been a guy, uh, Barry, to 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 pander to, uh, to 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 what I think people want me to say? I, this is what I think it was going to happen. The Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, and Barry says salute. I have to I have to call it like I see it. And I think Dallas says as clear of path as they've ever had, and Dak will bounce back. Yeah, they got a chance. They this is a great chance, and so. And again, look, when we were in this position, I had a graphic very similar to this uh, a year ago. Uh, obviously, it was Rams and, and Broncos, so I, I cannot imagine this pick in any universe ends up being worse than that one. There's no way, even if Dallas doesn't get there, they certainly have a shot in Kansas City yeah. defending champions. So, uh, the winner, and therefore the champions of the NFL in Super Bowl 58, will be... back-to-back titles for the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs I apologize Ryan and to the Cowboys fans yep. watching it'll be a heck of a run for the Cowboys it'd be an unbelievable season if they got to the Super Bowl but right. listen, a Super Bowl has a back-to-back titles has not happened <laughs> since the Patriots won in 03 and 04. the Chiefs are the new New England Patriots in terms of being a dynasty Mahomes is the new Brady in terms of being in the face of the league at the yep. quarterback position Reed is the new Belichick everything is the new everything with the Kansas City Chiefs this will be their third Super Bowl uh in the Reed Mahomes era the fourth overall for the Chiefs as a franchise and they will get the W in Las Vegas. Uh, So uh, in in your home, Las Vegas, by the way, uh, the the Super Bowl will be a Chiefs Cowboys Super Bowl. Kansas City goes back to back. Ryan Flowers, your thoughts?
1: You know, I can't argue with this. You know, uh, like you said, Kansas City, they're going to be in that position to be in that game to win back to back. I mean, they almost did it a couple years ago, but, you know, Tom Brady foiled their plans. Um, and I think they'll have a chance again to to repeat as champions. And literally, they have everything going for them right now. I mean, you got the best quarterback in the league. You got one of the best play callers in the league. Um, That's a head coach. That's all you need. And and for Dallas to even get out of the, the the divisional round would be a win. I think you know. So for them to even make a Super Bowl, as much as I would want to see them win, because literally, man, I had they haven't won one since I was what in the fifth grade. I'll be forty next year, and Dang so that lets you know how long it's been since they've won a super bowl and i'm still with the cowboys so um i don't expect i I, i'm very i'm glad that you feel this way about them um i have very low expectations for them as as a fan unfortunately it's just because like i just too many times like like i just explained i was in the fifth grade that was 1995 i was what I don't know. Uh let's see, you're fifth grade, you're probably about 10 years old, maybe like it's like 30 something years since they won a Super Bowl.
0: 28 years, 28 years since they won. 28 it. years. Yeah. So
1: but- I, I really don't have much to cheer for other than like just 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 win a playoff game, man. And I'll be all right with that, I guess. You know, but if they make it to the Super Bowl, I don't know. I mean, I, I always told myself if they ever won a Super Bowl as an as I was an adult. I don't even know what I would. I think I would cry. Like it would be like the birth of my child. Like I would just.
0: <laughs> Your it, son's name Dallas, right?
1: Right. Yes. Exactly. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I just see, just seeing their name <laughs> next to the Super Bowl logo. Let me is like, back up there. There you go. Oh my god! Like I'm excited just to see that. Like, and I know this is all you know hypotheticals, but just seeing that, it don't even seem right and I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a life I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan. I know we got a lot of fans that are younger that haven't lived through what I've lived through but like if anybody knows the Cowboys and and the and the and the plight that they've been through it's your old boy Clutch Sports because I've been a Cowboys fan all my life um from the good time teams to the from the Aikmans to the Quincy Carter days to the I mean I've seen a bunch of bad Chad Hutchinson like so um, the, the Dave Campo era when he was the head coach. So, can
0: you can you imagine that sh, the show if, if the Cowboys yeah. did win this? Just hypothetical, obviously. Right, Again, right. I think we're there, I really do. Yeah. But if say they win the win the whole darn thing, the next day I'm here as 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 the as the resident Dak Prescott defender, obviously, I've been for <laughs> for a very long time. I, I that happen, brother. I, I'll be I'll be on cloud nine as a Dak guy. I'll probably have you Man. on all Barry on all the campaign. Listen, it'll be a big hey, old party.
1: Okay, I, I I got a list of people I'm gonna be calling. <laughs> the minute they win that Super Bowl, that talk trash. I'm like, hey, remember you told me back in 2005 we ain't nothing. Hey, we won the Super Bowl. Like I literally have a actually I have the book right here.
0: Oh my goodness, you yeah. got the book on set right here. Look book. at this. You
1: can't see it. it's a green book, but yeah, it, you know it's right here. I got a list <laughs> of phone numbers. I'm I'm petty, and You're so sad. I'm ready to go. If they and if hey, what well, if I die? I'll pass it on to my son. I'm like, hey, son, take this book. There's the names in there. I want you to call these people behalf. and talk trash. Call them and let them know that I hate them. And we won the Super Bowl. Like just let them know.
0: <laughs> just, just to see the glow in your eyes and in your face, just to, for this to even be a possibility. I, I, listen, I'm not just saying this because you're here. I, I have bit been. I've, I have never, on, in the history of carving it up, predicted the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl. So I'm not. I mean, listen, I'm not just like being a, a delusional Dak Prescott fan and That's former what I'm Cowboys saying, fan. Like, but yeah. I, I think I think it's going to happen. I think this is the year to get there, so. not to win it, but to get there. And that that would be that'd be good enough for a lot of Cowboys fans. So, uh, do you have it real quick before we get out of here? Do you have a, a Super Bowl prediction, or are you just going to roll with what I said?
1: You know what? Um, I, the Chiefs will be in the game for sure. Okay. Um, if, just right now, if I had to think real quick, I would I would probably say because the NFC is so wide open. Like, and like it's weird because the AFC is is competitive but it's not because we are all going to say Kansas City is going to be in the game like we yeah. I don't think, you know. So it's it's wide open, but it's not wide open. But the NFC there's like no real surefire team that we can say that hey, like they're going to be in that game. Maybe the Eagles, you know, you got to give them respect. They made it back there last year. How will the Super Bowl hangover thing, will it will it be a thing for them? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um the Niners, will they be able to come back? So I but just long story short, I'll probably say I'll go Niners Kansas city or a, a, a repeat a couple of years ago.
0: Okay. That that's, I, I actually almost, I thought about that, but I'm like, okay, I know I have to put Detroit in the NFC championship game. Cause I've been saying it for months. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I, I, you know what, I'm i going to put Dallas in. I, I, I think yeah. this is a, a clear path for me <laughs> to do it. So uh, any last, uh, I guess, thoughts, the NFL season kicks off in a few days. It, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's a long off season, but we're finally here on the dawn of another football season. Yes. Do you have any last thoughts for get out of here?
1: Yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm, I'll be back Sunday. I'm going to get my picks I'm going to start working on my shot. I like for those of who I've been, I just been, I've been diabolically just been busy. Um, I coach high school football now. I just got that job a couple weeks ago, Sloan Canyon. I don't know if you guys can see that. Yes, Sloan sir. Canyon pirates representing for them. Uh, all right. So we're, 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 we're in the middle of our season. So it's been taking a lot of my time with prepping and, and all that, but for sure Sunday, I'll go, I'll get back on with my, with my picks, my clutch picks of the week. Actually, I finished above 500 last year. So it was a pretty good, it was a pretty good season. So. Um, that'll be back on Sunday morning at, uh, 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific standard time. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, look, I'm locked yeah. in. I'm ready for the season, man. Football is back, you know, cause you know, like when you're a football show like me and there's not a lot going on, man, it's oh, hard no. to just kind of come up with content. Right. So for those who don't know, but with the season back in, it's in the saddle, man, there's going to be tons of stuff to talk about. We got to predict games every week. Um, so I'm excited about that. I can start, you know, making my bets making that moolah a little bit. So I'm excited to be back, man. It's and, but yeah, this, this was fun. This was fun. I, I hope we could continue doing this every year, man. God willing. Um, I love it.
0: Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you listening that we were, we, we had, we dealt with some technical difficulties. We dealt with some schedule conflicts, but yep. Ryan showed up. Ryan did a fantastic job. Thank you so much, Ryan, for coming on. Hopefully, as you said, we can do it again, uh, for a four straight year in 2024. And, yes, uh, Cowboys Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You can book it. And uh this is gonna be a fun year. I I'd love to come on your show. You come on my show throughout the football yep. season. We can make it happen. And uh it'll it. be fun. But uh take care, my man. Enjoy the rest of your labor day. God bless.
1: All right, man. Bye, Bison.
0: Yes, sir. Ryan Flowers, the man, the myth, the legend, once again host of Clutch Sports Talk, coach Ryan Flowers, obviously. And, uh, no, listen, he, he I, I can very much see a scenario in which San Francisco does get to the Super Bowl. He's, he, 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 that's, I, I think they're the best roster in the NFL. I just think from a matchup standpoint, I think Detroit matches up well against San Francisco. I think they end up getting to and winning the Super Bowl. Uh, real quick, we got a comment here from Patrick. He says, 37 years old. I'm right there with you, Ryan. I was nine years old the last time Dallas won a title. You will come that close, my friend you will see them in the title. I don't think they'll win it cuz I will never bet against the great Patrick Mahomes. And then just for me, for my own sake, I could have people get off my back with the Dak slander. If the Dak gets to the Super Bowl, some Cowboys quarterback is not done in 30 years almost. I can have that. And with that, that is all the time we have for today's show. Appreciate everybody stopping by. Again, through technical difficulties, we end up starting the show five minutes late. So Some 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 issues on my part, so I apologize. But I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Be sure to catch Carving Up Live or regularly scheduled programming on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific time on Twitter, as well as the Carving It Up YouTube channel and the Grid Network YouTube channel. And we're, if we're not to 200 already, 200 subscribers, we're darn close. So if you haven't subscribed, hit that big red subscribe button. Of course, like, share, comment. But once again, hit that big red subscribe button We're that close to 200 subscribers, so if you haven't subscribed, tell someone you know. Tell your friends to tell your friends, your family, everybody. Subscribe to Carving Up Live, and of course, subscribe to The Grid Network. That is G-R-Y-D, The Grid Podcast Network, right here on YouTube, as well as any and everywhere you listen to your podcast. Be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, any and everywhere. You get your favorite podcast. I This is one of my favorite shows of the year to do. Again, three straight years doing it with Ryan. It gets better every time we do it. And uh, here's what I know for a fact. This Super Bowl prediction will be infinitely better. And a matter of fact, I believe it will be correct. It will be better than last year's. I think it will be, be, be correct. I, by the way, for the record, I picked Tampa Bay, Kansas City in 2020. Tampa Bay to beat Kansas City in 2020. And that's exactly what happened. And that is going to repeat three years later. Okay. Hope everybody has a great week. I'll see y'all on Wednesday to predict Chiefs-Lions. We got an actual football game to predict. Let's go. Have a great week, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe out there. Please be sure to take care of your physical as well as your mental health. And as always, as I say, please, please, please be sure to contact your local state representatives and senators to demand change for gun violence in America. Football is back. So excited. See you all on Wednesday. God bless you all. Peace out. Chiefs, Cowboys, Super Bowl. That'll be fun. Thanks so much for watching the show on YouTube. And be sure to go click that big red subscribe button and check out the other clips and full shows from Carving It Up Live as well as our other incredible content creators here on The Grid Network.